Into your shins. Into your shins from, from behind. behind? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's I mean, you know, impressive. if you put it in a calf, you could hit some soft tissue. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the ADC Horrorcast. This is the Creative Detail Podcast brought to you by us over at ADCHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. You have a beautiful mask, Jack. And sitting next to Jake is someone else who's describing Evan's scrotum. It's Mark. I don't remember which one was Evan. I don't either. Irrelevant. I don't remember the name of anyone in this film. I don't Spoilers. think Evan, Evan. Evan was the Evan was the big guy. I think. Oh, what movie was this? Haunt. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet, Jake. That was your transition, Jack. <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. And this week, we watched 2009's Haunt. They already know no, that. 2019's Haunt, which was a Mark pick, just in time for <laughs> Halloween. This episode will be dropping on Halloween. Oh, it's time, boys. Commitment. commitment. You're, you're committed. You're trapped. Absolutely. And we will dive all the way into Haunt real soon. And when we do, fair warning, we're going to spoil the nonsense out of it. And hey, we do have Patreon going, but we're not where your money should be going right now. So as it has been for over a year, all of our Patreon proceeds are going to Feeding America. So you can head on over to patreon.com slash and support the show at your level of choosing. Get some perks for your troubles and know that your money is going somewhere better than our dumb asses. And if you can't do that right now or just don't want to, that's cool. We just appreciate you being here hanging out with us during the spooky Halloween season. But do try to do something you can for someone who needs it. Blacklivesmatters.card.co remains a good list of resources of ways you can help fight systemic racial and justice if you need a little escapism hopefully you can have some fun in the horror world with us for at least the next little bit and boys you know what that means it's time to do the getting drunk part so let's go let's do beers for fears hey jack i'm going first this time i decided i haven't thrown to myself in a while what are your beers for these fears well it's interesting that you ask my boys i am drinking a beer it was Never stop su- surprisingly <laughs> hard to, to find a Halloween-themed beer here on say. island, do they, as they say. Do, do, does the Hawaiian... Do the Hawaiian... Is it an archipelago? Yeah. Uh, does the Hawaiian archipelago I, I, yes. not yeah. like Halloween very much, Jack? Uh, Oahu and uh, Honolulu in particular are very into Halloween, I'm given to understand. We've seen a ton well, of where's all your Halloween beer? I don't know, but I'll tell you what I was able to find. The Honolulu Beer Works uh, company here, my favorite brewery on the island, uh, has a beer that is typically called Greenstone IPA. Uh, Around this time of the month, I think they brew a different version. I don't really understand what's different about it. It tastes kind of the same, but they call it Green Bone IPA. Nothing's different, probably. It's a spooky font. It's just a rebrand for the season. Spooky font. Green Bone IPA. There's skeleton spooky Halloween. I didn't do a good job. Jake, what Wait, are your beers? I don't know why. Wait, That's fine. I thought you did a great job. That's I do fine. Have a Thank you. Can you get pumpkins in Hawaii? What? Well, yes. I, I mean, I don't know. They they're very particular about like the things they import and I don't you, you, I mean, yeah. You can buy pumpkins at like the Home Depot or the grocery store. They're like 12, 13 bucks a pound. Okay. So so, so jack-o'-lanterns ba- are still very prevalent on the island. Uh no, they're not. I mean, a mark a Normal size pumpkins like ten pounds, so you're yeah, talking like one hundred twenty bucks for purchase. some good size pumpkins. Okay, so, so okay, if you buy it at the so wrong you place. can get pumpkins. There but, are some jack o' lanterns. Wouldn't be prevalent. We Why didn't on earth? get one. Yeah, duh. Are is there like a twist on that? Like, do people do other stuff? I don't know. They should be doing pineapples it. or something. Yeah, I haven't or seen coconuts it. Coconuts would be like the thing. That, that would be fine too. Either one. A coconut would be so hard to carve. That's yeah, lunacy. that's true. It would be very difficult. You'd have to get like a drill. <laughs> yeah, you really would. I'm, I'm team pineapple, I think. But a pineapple's yeah. not hollow. 
like a pumpkin is. But you, you could make it such. You can hollow it. No. Mark, pineapples are hollowed every single day to put drinks into. That's, that's just scientifically untrue, Chad. I can't believe we're doing this. What Wait, you... what are you talking about? I'm not kidding, Mark. I can buy a pineapple. I can buy a drink at a pineapple like at 13 places within a mile of my Mark, house. Mark, this is astonishing. Can you get a drink out of a pumpkin, though? No. You, well, you, pretty much, you Mark, here's here. how you do it. Here's how you do it. You carefully slice the top of a pineapple, and then you just take an immersion blender and blend a cylinder out and then pour it into a glass with some rum. And then you put and a tea back candle into in the it. pineapple. Okay. A float. So. A tea candle float. You should be the first then to to make a pineapple o lantern. Pineapple lantern. Thank you. Pineapple lantern. We got there. We got there. Pineapple o lantern. No, no. I will make one and I'll <laughs> take a picture Jesus of it. Jesus Christ. Will post it Jack, I don't even remember who you threw it to. Did you even throw it to somebody? No, I threw I it to you. That's vague. <laughs> yeah, you know that we can't tell who. You're I believe at he right. meant me because I was the one asking the question. Yes, I was addressing you. We'll act like you did. Um, I mean, I am basically only willing to drink pumpkin beer once a year, and this will be the week that I'm going to do it. God, got to help pumpkin me. beer. Yeah, we're going to see. Uh, this is Uinta's pumpkin beer. It's Punk- pumpkin ale, ale brewed with pumpkin and spices. I'm probably not going to like it, but it's our Halloween episode, so I'm going to drink a pumpkin beer. That's the reason. Spooky. Spooky. Mark, how about you? I'm unwilling to drink a pumpkin beer at any point in the year. So Look instead, at you. I am drinking a couple of freaks. This movie's about freaks that run a haunt. Uh, nice. This is F R I E K. Spoiler: There are more than a couple. Cherry sour, but I mean the point is that they're. Friends. I think you need to have like six of those. I have two more. They come in a four pack. A very Perfect. expensive four pack. Yeah, that's not a cheap beer, dude. <laughs> no, it's not. You want one? <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. Well, no, yeah, I'll get one out of the fridge. I can help my. I can. You don't have to do that. Okay. Thank you. Cool. It's too nice. <laughs> too kind. I'm probably gonna take it. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm moving it towards you. This smells so much like. Okay, here we go. This is going to be a disaster. <laughs> Fuck, sip. I hate Pay attention, listeners. I mean, it's fine. Oh, thank God. It it smells so much worse <laughs> than it tastes. Okay. But drinking beers and watching the 2019 movie Haunt isn't the only thing we've done over the course of the last week. We might have also experienced some other shit in the horror world. Do either of you boys have anything to pay up on on Lost Beers for Fears? No, no. but as of the time of recording, not one hour ago, I dropped five polls. I'm Sweet. still behind for my wedding, so... Patrons, yeah, me too. I'm so Somehow. sorry. Yeah, I'm also behind from Jake's wedding. Yeah, hey, it's my excuse. It's big event, big event. I basic, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry so I demand just, so much time. Let's just go into regular rocking horror world. Mark, why don't we start with you, my guy? Oh my goodness, I was not ready for you to throw to me. You, you never are. Every time. It's true. Um, so first off, uh, it is the October season, obviously, as we've covered at length now. And this is the season where you just have stuff, your old time favorites on in the background and not... 45 minutes ago, we just finished watching Cabin in the Woods, which I've now seen, I don't know, a oh, dozen times. Fair and it times. gets better and better every single fucking time. That movie absolutely rules. <laughs> it really does. It really, really does. So, I mean, that's what is most recently rocking my horror world. But I also have three others to talk about. Okay. So I got Super Deep. Jack, you waited on this one, I don't know, yeah. two months ago, six weeks ago. I really like liked this movie. It's a... <laughs> It's a study in contrasts. Um, <laughs> yeah, this this is a movie you're watching for the effects and not much else. <laughs> yeah, if you're put it, if you're watching this movie on mute, you're probably in awe. Like this thing looks so good and is like very cool. The world underground, like they're in the they're in the borehole that's like whatever two miles or something underground, uh, and they realize that world really really well. And you know the 
obvious monsters that then come out because we weren't supposed to go to explore or whatever. And it was an ancient evil. That they delved bad. too deep. They delved too into deep. Into the darkness. Have gone wrong. Um, they do a very good job of realizing that world and bringing it to life. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But then they, you know, got to a point where they had to hire actors and sound mixers, and that's where they made <laughs> all of their mistake. <laughs> hmm. um, How was the physical acting? Fine. By the people in the props, good. By the people running away from those people, not good. Ah, it's so the acting itself is uh, mediocre at best. But really, the thing that sets this apart is the sound mixing. Which is yeah. truly atrocious. I have a theory for this movie, which is that they had they paid a series of actors to perform the parts, and then they performed a series of completely different actors to go into a studio and ADR over the original actors' performances because <laughs> the vocal performances and the actual like acting performances barely line up. It took it took me and my wife probably the first twenty minutes of the movie to determine whether or not it was dubbed. Yeah, I, it's Mark, like I, it's, I it's English, but it's dubbed in English. <laughs> and, and it's but it's also sometimes they have Russian accents and sometimes they don't, and sometimes it's like they didn't figure out what they were doing. Re accents. <laughs> it's it's truly a phenomenal like contrast between how good this movie is, despite how fucking terrible this movie is. Yeah, um, but did you think overall? Do you think it's worth watching or not? Overall, it's worth watching, absolutely. It's on Shudder, um, so you can find it relatively easily. Um, it's certainly in contention for a few of the categories of the year. It's not going to be like on the in the top three by any stretch. But it's in contention for one category. Yeah. Sounds effects. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the, two. The effects award. Maybe two. <laughs> okay. And best villain. Should I see this before eh, the end of the year? I don't know. If you have some spare time, maybe throw it on. <laughs> See, my the Jay, last day. I think, I think we should like watch six this. days between now and when we record the omnibus. Don't tell me you don't have any spare time. How many days? Six. I'm... <laughs> what? Jake, I How think you should watch this, work? Jake. The effects are astonishing, oh, and I think working. you'd like it. Working. I'm working six days. Yeah. yeah, I don't have a lot of work left in my life yeah. this year. I'm going to be in Portugal. For like two weeks. Yeah. When do you think we're recording the omnibus? Can you guys hear me at all? Yeah, yeah we're, I'm just oh, I'm we're having our own conversation yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to comment on it as we as we exchange. Welcome to the new order, Jack. <laughs> we're developing a rapport. <laughs> Jake, I think you should watch this movie. Okay. It's worth watching for the effects. It's uh, I'll not put it on the too list. long. It's good. Get I only have list. a list of like 10 right now. I'm trying to keep it real tight. You can do that. Yeah. Um. Nice, Mark. What else? Okay, next up, I got The Vigil. Do either of you remember this movie? This is the, the one from early this year but... with the apartment and the rabbi or whatever. Yeah. Okay. okay. Chick nailed it. Yeah. So this is um, sort of a haunted house movie, um, but I guess the main shtick is that it's from the lens of a Hasidic Jew, or maybe I'm using Hasidic wrong there, but like a deeply Jewish person. Um, he's sitting Shomer for a person who's died, which I guess is a it's a tradition in the Jewish faith that. The a person sits by sits within the room of a of a person who's deceased and prays all night to guide their spirit onto the afterlife. Like with their dead body? With their dead body. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know this. Okay. Um so obviously creepy setting to begin with. Yeah. And absolutely. then uh they begin contrasting that with like where he is in his life versus where the deceased was in his life. And wouldn't you know it, supernatural things happen. <laughs> uh I won't go much further into it than that, but that's I mean basically what you can suss out from the trailer. How so. religious is it? Um, 
it were i mean the thing about judaism is it has a lot of its own like special demons and stuff and sure. rules that are kind of yeah fun and folklore to get into yeah um see so, the movie demon yeah which we should watch for this podcast. That one's been on my list literally Me since. Too. I mean, that was in like our third ever. HRR. I think it's from like 2016. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's an old one, and I've, it's, old. it's it hasn't left my list, but it's a hard one to find. Is it? Yeah, for a while, I think it's available to stream now. But for a while, I had okay. to like rent the DVD, and it that just might never have to be in the next crap. Anyways, um, so it's religious in that way that you know it like the evil entity here is a is is one that would be from jewish lore uh and obviously like there's rules and stuff that this guy's doing while he's sitting shomer that okay. requires it but um other than that like it's not overtly re- it's not like black mass or sorry midnight midnight mass. mass it's not midnight mass religious where it's like in your face about it like religion is the setting but yeah, not character. yeah 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 okay cool um it's I don't know if you necessarily need to have this one on your list by the end, by the end of the year. It's um, it's very well polished, but it doesn't bring anything new to the table. No. Even even the shtick of having, uh, you know, like it's Jewish characters as the central theme has been done a bunch of times before. Right? You just name check demon. There was that other one about the box, uh, that name. I'm gonna Google while one of you guys is talking. Yeah. Um, where sure. The, it's like Javier Bodem, I think, and his daughter. Oh, I remember find, that. Yeah, and his daughter so finds a box at a garage sale, and she gets possessed by a Jewish demon. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I don't yeah. know the name of the movie. Uh, so, well, I mean, that type of stuff's been done before, and yeah. this one, I mean, like I said, it's polished, but nothing that it's not that fancy. Now, Mark, let me ask you a quick question here. Admittedly, my knowledge of Judaism is very limited, and mostly comes from the Passover episode of the Rugrats. You didn't go through a Kabbalah I... phase, Jack. I didn't know, but I thought that you sat Shiva and the person who is sitting Shiva is a Shomer, was the nomenclature. Then you know a lot more than me. You know a lot more than me, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's the Shomer who's sitting Shiva. You're I tricking me You're the... tricking me into a tongue twister here. <laughs> I'm a sheet slitter. I slit sheets. I'm the best sheet slitter to ever slit a sheet. Shomer's sit Shiva. Yeah. <clears throat> Damn. That actually is By pretty hard seashore. to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shomer, Shomer sits Shiva, Shiva by, by the, the seashore. Oh God. <laughs> hey, Mark. What else you got? Uh, I got. I got two. Actually, I lied earlier. I got two more. I'll save one of them for next week. Whatever. Um, Will you, guys? I got one that you absolutely need to have on your list. Ooh. Uh, bit of a surprise for me, but Seance is available on Shutter and. I don't know if this was just something that rung very true in my brain, perfect for me specifically, but this one, I, I, I went in with not high expectations, uh, and then it was fantastic. So, hmm. so now you've ruined it for us. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, exactly. This is the Simon Barrett one, right? This is Simon Barrett. Um, play it. Basically, it's a movie around a. Uh, all girls school where a new girl comes in and the previous girl that she's replacing committed suicide and they're trying to investigate her death is I guess the elevator pitch, the short version of that movie. Um, and they use seances to determine what went wrong and so forth. So I just want to have a conversation about this movie. This might, this might need to just be <laughs> one that we talk about because there's so many things, there's so much to unpack in this movie. Um, I fucking loved it. 
But how? Okay, <laughs> I, I don't even know how to address this without getting into spoilery territory. But like, how does it hit? Like, I I remember this trailer vaguely, right? The trailer and, sucked, if I remember correctly. I wasn't interested in the film. Neither was I. Uh, okay, uh, so you just saw it on Shutter, and we're like, eh, okay. I mean, I threw it on my list. It was uh, well, it seemed it seemed well made, and it was from the it was from one of the writers of Your Next, which is my favorite horror movie. I was like, I'm not gonna let that one fly by if it's granted. Really available. Okay. Yeah. Say more. So then I watched it. How did it hit? I don't know what you uh, hard. Um. What? What? Uh. Is this like a more fun romp, or is this like a pretty in depth thing? I, when you say there's a mm. lot to unpack, it makes mm. me feel like it might be pretty serious. It's serious, but but you're a romp guy. There's so like one of the things that I think Usually. would be really fun to talk about in this movie is there's absolute there are layers to this thing that are fucking bonkers stupid just <laughs> it takes itself very seriously in a in a way that i don't like the kid that i, I it's didn't... so serious that it has to know that it's not serious yes yes that's probably that the most eloquent way i'm gonna be able to phrase this. i think i get what you mean yeah i i didn't prepare a pithy statement on how this hit me and that's probably as good as i'm gonna do so yes i feel like it it uh it really painted a picture for me so thank you okay well, you I said might watch it. Um, yeah, put that one on your list, if only to provide a sanity check for me. It might be number 11, I don't know. Okay, well. This one is on my list only because it's, I think, presently the movie that pops up first when you go to Shutter right Jesus now. So Christ. it has a pretty good chance of happening then. I think yeah. that has a 100% chance of happening. Jack actually watches a lot of horror movies these days, and it's first. <laughs> it, it, it meets all of the criteria. It's there. It, also, that's It's there, and he's me. currently engaging. It's surprising to me that that would pop up first because I had to like it was fifth. It was the dead last one in the queue when I looked up on Shutter in the featured in the big card. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. That's what? still pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, Easy it's one that they're heavily promoting, yeah, but it's behind Creep Show and Slasher and yeah. But they've dumped a lot into that featured just recently. Exactly. It got buried. because of October. That's but... what I'm saying. Sur- right. That's why I'm surprised that it's the number. Well, maybe one thing. he checked it like well, three weeks ago. Yeah, checked, it was a couple few days ago. I yeah. looked. Okay. Whatever. A few days ago. Jesus. Do uh, you want to talk about your last one, Mark, or are we moving on to Jake? Um, I can be quick. The last one I watched was Werewolves Within. Uh, uh. That was a fun one. That was a romp. This is a movie that was fun through and through, and you can probably save it until it's a little bit colder outside. But Yeah, watch it in the winter. Yeah, watch it in yeah. the winter. Um, but actually watch watch Wolf of Snow Hollow instead. Watch Wolf of yeah, def- actually yes. Wolf of Snow Hollow is objectively the better movie, They're but Werewolves wildly Within different movies is a wildly different movie <laughs> that is funny and charming and pretty entertaining. So I didn't like save it that one for a for a cold December morning. Yeah, I liked it the least. I didn't dislike it. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, I saw it. I said I wanted it to be. I expected more. I thought it would be more funny. So Jack had you? you yeah, Jack yes, really liked th- it. Oh, I'm yeah, the last. I really one to liked see it. it. You're the last one. To yeah. See it. Oh, wait, Jake I spent had most a- of his. Jake spent most of his time talking about this movie, talking about where uh, the Wolf of Snow Hollow. (laughs) That's probably why I don't remember him talking about it. It's an unfair comparison that I couldn't help but make, was the issue. (laughs) This one, this movie hit me a lot more like The Dead Don't Die than. than... Oh, The Dead Don't Die fucking sucked, though. This movie doesn't suck. Sam Richardson is delightful. Milana Weintraub is great. It's worth watching. Yeah. I don't disagree. Yes. This is 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 the most manic pixie dream girl role I've seen earnestly in a movie in a long time. Okay. It's worth watching. I wanted more. Fair. Okay. I'm good with that. 
Jake, what do you got? Oh my god. I, I'm kind of interested in the fact that Mark didn't mention another one, which was like a group project, and we held ourselves off last time from discussing it because I hadn't finished it. Midnight Mass. Uh, oh that's yeah. A, that's such a long slog to get through a miniseries, and with the way the world's been for me this year, uh, it took me a minute. Also, Lovely Wipe watched it with me, which was shocking, but that was a That's joy- always fun, but it slows down it the It slows viewing, down the know? process, because yeah. there was a point where I would have binged the shit out of it, and it took like an extra three days, because like, you, you're not both going to be in the same mood at the same time, right? So, yes. I... You got to be in the you got to be in the right mood, you know. Both of you have to be in the right mood at the same time. Takes that's how, two. That's how it works. To tango mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, that was a Billy Madison quote for the okay. record. <laughs> uh, in any case, this is uh, it's really, really, really good, and yep. <laughs> it's exactly what I wanted. And I am happy to report that I liked it more and was infinitely more engaged than the last effort that we we saw from. I'm Bly, blank from Bly Manor. Well, I didn't like Bly Manor. Yeah, Bly Manor wasn't that. I mean, it was fine. It was just fine. It was five out of ten. Yes. I like Bly Manor. This a is lot. substantially better. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing with this one. It is impossible for me not to cap it because of how prevalent the religion was. That's just fact, right? I... But, but, given that, shut up, I Jack. Re- shut up. I really. <laughs> Oh, it's so hard not to spoil things. I really liked the way it integrated a lot of things from like religious history into what you saw on screen. And it's a pretty deep, dark thing at its core that is an absolute spectacle to watch. Normally, normally I would agree with you that things can get capped for having too much religion. It definitely does not not apply. But it doesn't, it doesn't not apply. But I would say that the approach to like how this show treats religion and what the role of religion is in this small town evolves so substantially over the entire yeah, it's, arc of this show yeah. that it it, it is commenting on religion and belief yeah, it is. and faith it in abs- major ways. It like, absolutely is. You can I I was having an absolute brain freeze earlier Flanagan. You can kind of tell Mark and I had a bit of a discussion a couple weeks ago he's or a grappling week ago with it, yeah. off air. He has a past that yeah. you you have to have a past to be able to like write something like this. So yeah. that's kind of interesting in its own right. The the other thing that I want to say about this is I had an interesting experience personally with it in that this is seven episodes and the arc in terms of my enjoyment of it as a whole was interesting because it was atypical. I liked it, and then it got to a point where I fucking could not put it down, loved it. <laughs> yeah. And then I started to like it less again. I think I know I think I followed a similar okay. trajectory. I don't you feel like, like, that's like it normal, then there's though. there's a turning point in the season and I fucking loved it. I don't disagree the turning point. I I don't disagree that I love the turning point. It's just like yeah. that at the end there's certain elements of what's happening at the climax of this mini series that I'm going to go back and lean on like what you see in a lot of these more like religious heavy type plots that that I just I I'm not I'm not interested in and that rubbed me the wrong way. That's interesting cuz for me typically there's like a whole episode say, about like, this particular thing. There is. Yes, yeah. so, but typically when you say like there's a lot of religion in there and it when I get capped on that it's when a movie is either pro-religion or he's just using religious imagery and symbolism without commenting on it but this isn't that there's just yeah. there no. is a lot of religious stuff in there but it's to an end 
A- absolutely. It, no. it really only becomes a problem when Bev is on screen for too long, which is to to the actress's yeah, credit. She, to, I to, mean, they do it to Mike Flanagan and the actor's credit. He has created. They have created one of the most detestable characters in cinematic history. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one other thing I wanted to add here is, frankly, Raul Coley is too attractive. He's oh my God. one of the most handsome people I think that can be generated by any type of machine algorithm known to he's man. He's so hot. Yeah. He's it <laughs> it's upsetting. It's it's frankly distracting. <laughs> it's gonna be the sheriff of a small New England town on an island is not that attractive and it's immersion breaking. It's gonna be interesting at Get the end of the year with like the way in which we can give awards out miniseries is always a little bit strange i think we already have a history of this with what haunting of hill house did i'd have to go back but i'm pretty sure we gave it awards we counted it um the other thing that i'll say hamish linklater is fucking incredible in this there are a variety of great performances but him as paul hill the priest that comes in he's so insane like this is honestly it's one of the better performances i've seen in recent memory I mean, one reason totally. I, I love Flanagan, and I think he's one of the modern masters. I, I mean, I think I'm on record as saying he's my favorite horror director still. I alive don't today. know that I can. I, that's why I'm so ashamed that I had a complete brain freeze, but I can't pick someone right now who's doing more that I like. And that's with Blind Manor not being my bag, really. Right. Yeah. But one of the things he's strongest at is getting performances out of people. I like, I, I can't really point to, even in his shitty movies, even in the ones where he like swooped in to save it. Uh, all of the performances are still fantastic, and maybe Absolutely. it's maybe it's his direction on set, or maybe it's that he's a particularly good editor and he's able to edit around stuff and ADR things in later that fit things together. Better. I'd be interested to see like what his process is and how much he takes on versus like gets the right people because he obviously has a crew. Yeah, I, 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 like he, but, I think he surrounded himself with the people who are really good at their things, and he probably lets them do that. But my point is, even in the movies where he doesn't have his crew, he still gets a good performance. Can out. you give an example? I'm not think I can't. Uh, well, oh. the only one I can come up with right now is Oculus, which had neither of his crew in it. To my, but opinion. it was still pretty good. That movie was better than it had any right to be. That movie's very good. My that, point. your point. Exactly. Okay. My okay. Point exactly. Okay. Uh, the um, other one I'm blanking on. Give me two seconds. It's the sleepy one. Before I wake. Well, it's just weird. I don't know. You're before kind of I like... wake had, was before I wake was so much better than it had any right to be. <laughs> The only other thing I want to mention about Flanagan in this, and it's particularly prevalent in this, I don't know if he literally wrote all these lines or from someone else in the writing room, but there is, like, moving poetry in this script, especially when Kate Siegel is talking about death. Like, this is actual poetry that moved me. Yeah, cue, cue the, the SpongeBob meme where it's like, I watched this show and I only cried for four hours. Yeah. I'll have you know. Uh, my wife and I legitimately were sobbing during that scene. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's, oh my God. And he did the same thing with Haunting of Hill House. And Bly Manor had its moments, but it didn't really do the same things, which is why, whatever, it's lower on the list. But yeah, anyway. that dude anyway, can affect some emotions. This isn't this isn't Midnight Mass cast, but amazing. Should be. Amazing. <laughs> it could be. Amazing We've only stuff. spent eight minutes talking about it, so I mean. It's not we bad. We loved it. it what else worse. you got, Jake? Yeah, I have one more. Um, <laughs> changing pace. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> I've started going through what's left on my list this year. It's about time. It's the end of October. So I just had a chance to see this movie, primarily because it's on Shutter. secondarily because I wanted to see it. Is it Seance? It's not. Uh, there's a movie that came out earlier in the year called 
Psycho Goreman, or PG Psycho PG Goreman, Psycho if you want to really yeah. get into the real title. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love this movie. It's really fun and really stupid. It's exactly what it is. I, I think, like, if you... So, let me let me go back just, like, a smidge here. So, PG Psycho Goreman is directed by Stephen Kostansky, who did The Void. And just recently, we talked primarily on our PatCast. Don't be, if you're not a Patreon, become one. Uh, he did the Veggie Masher little commercial in the first part of uh, VHS 94. This movie, if you... So this is going to be... This is not going to be for a lot of people. It's going to not be for a lot of people is a better way to say that. However, if you're the type of person who liked Turbo Kid, it's like the good things about Turbo Kid, but way more of that. And way weirder and way better at everything that that had going for it. And I really liked Turbo Kid. Now, Jake, I'm surprised you liked it as much as you did, because for me, it's so evocative of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I don't recall you to love that show. Doesn't matter. In ways that I did. He grew That's up fair. on the wrong side of the tracks to like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> Had a Sega Genesis, I bet. Yeah. Nah, I was a Nintendo kid. <laughs> I think your Mighty Morphin Power Rangers love came from your Sega Genesis dabbling, Jack. Maybe. I don't know, yeah, dude. Maybe. Anyway, I can totally see where you're coming from there. There's There's a lot going on here that is evocative of that for sure. It's just so... It's so weird and it's so delicate in how it handles and and provides you with like the weird elements of what it's bringing to the table. There's there's a certain giant brain that I want to just like mention really quickly. That's not that spoilery. <laughs> so good. The fact that how it handles you that You cannot spoil this movie. How no you can't. <laughs> how it handles that whole thing is in a nutshell what is what makes it awesome. Yeah. Uh Great effects, super gory, super outlandish and weird and funny. To me, it's like Turbo Kid meets uh, Monster Squad, but way more on the Turbo Kid side. Yeah, it's as charming as the monster. I did Turbo Kid's not as charming, so that's why I'm bringing in Monster Squad. It's charming. This movie's charming. I loved it. Yeah, watch it. I need. I know this is this is on my list too. I need to get it out of the way. I don't need to get it out of the way. I need to cherish it. I need to watch it and experience it. And I need to see more movies from this year because right now. You're in last place by a lot. Well, right now, if I had you're to give... At, a, you're at like 2017, 2018 era, Jack. Basically, if I had to give awards, it'd be like Psycho Gorman, Psycho Gorman, Psycho Gorman. <laughs> so we're going to fix that, I think. Or not. You can always watch a movie at midnight the day of the omnibus to get a sixth movie. Maybe it's yeah, can just... I recommend? Can I recommend the movie Bright? A movie that Jack loved at the time. Yeah, at the time. <laughs> Maybe this is just I the still, best movie. I still think that movie is unfairly maligned. Maybe it's this is just the best movie. Wildly stupid. Maybe. It isn't. It's better than Bird Box, which you also loved. Uh, I did like Bird Box, but I was drunken on no sleep. So that was, that was, uh, <laughs> I also said that I'm probably wrong about this. Well, you, uh, it's fine. The movie's fine. It's so aggressively okay. And I think, I think <laughs> at this point, we've, we've whipsawed too far in the wrong direction, and now it would be a correction. It needs to correct a little bit upward from where it is. It's fine. Set, it's just, it's, it's okay. Fine. Yeah, it's a yeah, fine movie. It's fine. You know, it's not fine. Psycho Gorman. It's better. Psycho it's better Gorman's great. It's fucking great. I don't. I, I won't love you forever. I'll love you five ever. <laughs> Girls five ever. Uh, okay, it. Jake. What else you got? That's it. That's okay. It. That is. I it. have got a few things to talk about here. A couple movies and a couple of non-movie or one non-movie thing. Do that uh, first. Actually, one movie, one show, and one non-movie thing. I went to an Please, extreme. Wait, hold on, Jack. Can you spend more time digesting? What yeah, no, the fact that you're delineating yeah, no, that aggressively. I, <laughs> I was going to ask you this question, and then I was like, wait, I'll wait until we're on air, and then I didn't, so you've already uh, you've already mentioned it. Okay, you went to an extreme haunt. 
I went to an extreme haunt, yes. During COVID. During COVID, yes. So did, is it just a the, haunt at that did point? Did you get buried alive? I did not get buried alive. Shame. There was no, there's no, I will say people got closer than six feet to me for goddamn sure, but. They had masks vaccines on. Vaccines, that's totally required. <laughs> that's that's the extreme part of it. They come within three <laughs> feet of you. They just come cough on you. We've reimagined <laughs> what's extreme about this haunt. He is three feet from you. How do you feel? <laughs> I would, I would not, having been through it, I wouldn't call it an extreme haunt. I'd and call he, it a, a, on the high end of a haunted house. And he doesn't have his vaccine card. <laughs> He's vaccinated. He just doesn't have. He doesn't on. have it. He forgot it today. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Continue. Uh, I was very COVID safe, apart from the social distancing thing. But uh, oh my god, it was super fun and it was so fucking scary. So what? Okay. L- paint a yeah. picture. Paint a word yeah. picture. Obviously. Okay. But also yeah. paint like a watercolor picture. Yeah. You need to paint a watercolor, but you need to do a word picture for the listener. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. So let's see. You lined up outside on the street, um, and you can kind of hear just people screaming from inside this like warehouse downtown where they they held it. And is in Honolulu. It was in Honolulu. Yep, downtown Honolulu. Um, they you walk through, and it's one of these. You know, the first room you go into, there's this terrifying like uh, doctor kind of guy, psychologist guy who says, "I'm Classic. doing." Immersion therapy. So I'm going to hypnotize you. You're going to experience a bunch of scary stuff. Then you won't be scared anymore. Um, And so that's kind of their, you know, one line conceit. So then just to present a bunch of scary vignettes and have it make some kind of sense. Did he have a German accent? He did, actually. Yeah. Yes. Classic. <laughs> Good call, Mark. Um, you walk through, and I don't know, like, it's it was genuinely terrifying. It is a bunch of different, like, themed hallways. I think the scare that got me the most was after a really big scare. So I'm kind of like, okay, this room is right, going to be like, too guard. bad. Yeah. yeah. There's a room you walk through, this hallway, really thin, narrow hallway that it's all black, and there's a bunch of doll heads glued to the wall, like, all sorts of different sizes, like, hundreds of them. And it was really creepy, but as you're walking through, two different people wearing all black suits with doll heads glued to their suits come off the wall and just start moving around at you and that fucking interesting my shit yeah. so much the other really good one they had and i just wanted to call out the physical acting by whoever was doing this was there was like some spider stuff you go through some spider nope. webs and it's creepy then there's this hallway of this mirror hallway and the way they did it was they totally hid. This, like, you're going around a corner, and this guy had this, like, little hatch in the corner he could crawl out of. And he was a spider moving, like, flip. I didn't know, genuinely didn't know which was the top of his body and which was the bottom of the body, his or her or there. Um, and got me once when I walked into the hallway. Then you go around the corner, and he snuck through his little hatch to the other side and got me a fucking second time with his wiggly creep show. He's a trapdoor spider. Fucking hell, it was scary. It was so I good. I can't deal it was with so that. so fun. Do you want to- I had so much fun. Do you want to shout out the name of the place or no? I mean, it's closing on Halloween when this drops, but I will. Maybe it'll this come back. This was Koa Theater and Skeleton Key Hawaii present Frightmares, and it was well worth watching. Well worth going. Watching. Super fun. <laughs> I haven't been to a, I haven't been to like a haunted house like this in a few years, obviously, since COVID started, but even a few years before that, and I had a ton of fun. Cool. So fun. My wife and my sister came with me, and we had a blast. Did they survive too? They no. They got buried. Alive. They, they got stuck. Yeah. They got yep. buried. They're still there. freaky. Yeah. Jake, there was one thing that you and I and Mark, I think a little bit you used to talk about with our friend Logan all the fucking time. One of the rooms had like a slow strobe, but you know, really bright flashing. And there was this guy in an alien. And he would only move when the strobe yeah. was off and just get closer and closer to you. That's it was cool. Fucking freaky. I love it. That's yeah. that's cl- that is also and, classic. And then that guy got me again because even when I was in the next vignette. 
then the strobe flashed back on and he was right behind me. Like he just fall. I guess cool. he knew there wasn't anyone else coming. So he fuck. How do you him. not hear that though? Is it like What's soft that? floor? Is it like that's? Oh, it's so loud in there. There's so much. Stuff I guess going there's on, like banging, yeah, screaming. sensory overload. Okay. They hired, yeah. they hired Kevin from Sin City. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew that reference. It's Elijah Wood, actually. Shit. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. So that's the no listener. Jake is Jake is reacting this way because he shaved his beard to dress up as Elijah Wood for Halloween. Um, well, not as Elijah to Wood. Dress up as Elijah Wood dressing <laughs> up as Ad Rock for Halloween. Yeah, as Elijah Wood as Ad Rock. Yes. So that that's with that. Uh, next up, a TV show to talk about. I think the series just started airing on Shutter. There's only one episode out now. It's called Behind the Monsters, um, and it's supposed to be about how like horror figures have permeated into regular society and an exploration of that. This first one was about Michael Myers. It's worth watching if you're bored, but I, it doesn't present any groundbreaking information. It's also like people know about Michael Myers. They get into some interesting stuff, you know, about the the kind of the history of Halloween. But I don't know. I, I'm hoping the next episodes get a little more interesting, but I'll keep watching them. It's okay. it's a good thing to toss on. Um, and then the movie, speaking of Michael Myers, I watched Halloween Kills. Oh, God. I've heard not great things. Great things. Uh, <laughs> look, it's, it's Perfect. fine. I, I don't Exa- understand. Perfect. The, yeah. I absolutely do not understand the discourse about this movie with some people yeah. like hating it and some people loving it. It's like, it what do like you expect? Dying on a hill for it. It's like, no, this is a very stupid Halloween movie. Is like, it what you expect? Going... It is exactly what you Fuck, expect, dude. That, I mean, I think, yeah. Literally, What, exactly. what people hate, I figured uh, I would not hate. Like, remember what when would... H2O came out and they taught Coolio Kung Fu? <laughs> that yeah. was H2O. It was H2O. That Jake, was pretty sick. Maybe this is One the thing same you will not as that. Expect. Maybe we shouldn't be taking it yeah, too seriously. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem, is they had the Rob Zombie ones that tried to be a little more serious. Couple of noteworthy things. A woman, they're, they're all, there's a weapon gathering scene where they're going to confront Michael Myers. One of the women brings an iron to fight Michael Myers with. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. She just I grabs like a cold iron. What's that? I like that. There's, there's a lot of cold there. iron. Yeah. You know, that's also, a better tool than a she fucking need, She should have heated it up, though. Come on. Yeah, should have, could have heated it up. Jake, Michael, one thing you would. How are you going to heat it up? It's going to lose all of its heat by the time you get to him. No, but he's going to just wait. Exactly. There, He'll wait until it's cool. That, nah. He could wait. <laughs> oh, like he storms the, in the, the room and, she's, and she plugs it in and she's like, low. hold on. I set it to linen. Yeah. Give it a minute. Yeah. You said the lowest possible setting? Yeah, why setting? linen? Well, because it'll get there faster. It'll get there first. It'll get there faster. It won't get there faster. It'll get there first. You can set it to the highest thing, and it'll heat up faster. Yeah, but you know, than... when it when it gets to linen, you know, and it clicks, <laughs> and, it, and it clicks. This is preposterous. Like the little thing goes, then you know that it's at Mark least just wants to make hot. sure something has clicked. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Continue, Jack. Fine. Uh, set it to whatever you will you not. You are not ready for the number of times the phrase evil dies tonight is uttered in this movie. It might be in the hundreds. <laughs> it is truly obscene how much they say evil dies tonight Yuck. in this movie. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I wouldn't suggest either of you guys go out and watch it. Watch it if you get real drunk and want to watch a Halloween movie. How did you mediocre. see this one? I'm not it's familiar on with it. It's on Peacock. Plus. I started oh. a paid Peacock Plus Pro subscription temporarily okay. for it. Well, Whatever their fancy thing. See if is, any has anything else released on that of value that you could watch uh, right now. I mean, it's all the NBC Park, stuff if you want to like watch Parks the and Rec. Well, no, no, yeah. no. I mean, like something else that's releasing because it's a horror movie. I don't or know. has released recently. What you movie? Should check. I, I can't remember what movie studio is associated with NBC, but you'd have all their stuff, just like Paramount. I have has no idea. Yeah, all of the Paramount stuff. It's literally the only time I've ever used Peacock Plus. And it's the only thing I've watched in it. Is there a difference between... Wait, what's the difference between Peacock and Peacock Plus? There's a Peacock that costs like four ninety nine a month to get that has a bunch of shows and stuff. And then there's this one that's a step above that. And that it has you movies? have to pay more for. It's like eight ninety nine or something. Yeah, and it's got crooks. movies and more shows. Yeah. 
Okay. It's got, Mark, the, the regular Peacock has Everybody Loves Raymond, episodes one through six. Peacock Plus Plus has every season of Everybody Loves Raymond. There's a Peacock Plus Plus? No, that's what I'm talking about. There's a paid and a second paid tier. Can I on the pay tier. a third tier where I get everything except for everything? Everybody Loves Raymond? Everything Loves Raymond? <laughs> <laughs> I really want them now to just continue to stratify their subscription service and just do ad pluses. Peacock Honestly, plus, 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 plus. Their service currently makes as much sense as HBO did before they cleanly created HBO Max. The fact like, HBO, HBO makes now, zero sense. HBO Plus, HBO Max, HBO Go. There were like 15 different things. Jack, there's it's still horrible. that many things and it still doesn't make any sense. HBO needs to fucking relax. <laughs> yeah. Everything is on HBO Max though. Okay. If you get HBO Max, you have everything. Well, the funny thing, Jake, is that HBO is also like the most relaxed one because they're like, yeah, sure, fuck it, share your password. We don't give a shit. Well, oh, that yeah, part is care quite relaxed. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. that part. That's nice. Apple TV, I tried to use that when I came back to Boise, and it was like, this is a different zip code. Fuck you. I'm shutting down, locking all your accounts. Very on brand. Yeah, yeah that's so surprising from Apple. Um, yeah. If you had a phone, they would have fucking throttled the shit out of it, too. <laughs> that's all I've got. I do have a phone. I just don't have an Apple phone. That's there there was an Apple van I have a phone. outside Jack's apartment for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on the way home from the haunted house, we were, we did some drinking after the haunted house. We were like... Uh, three quarters of a mile to a mile away from the haunted house and like an hour after it closed there was just a guy a well-dressed guy standing like two feet from a wall facing a wall under a flickering stoplight and it was the scariest thing i've ever that seen sounds like 2 a.m the smiling man or whatever it's yeah. called it was genuinely like that i was like we need to go i'm calling a lift because i don't want to walk 2 a.m cold in the smiling man yeah two one of the best horror shorts it's I've great short yeah like are there it. any yeah. extreme haunts out there that'll like follow you that's the whole premise of... That was my initial... Yeah. That's why this of, one was more like of, a haunted house. It was all uh, contained to October. the... Thing. Why can't I think of words? Houses No, not... Thank you. Yeah. Yes. The yeah. House. Hob. Yeah. The blue skulls or whatever. But I mean in real life. I mean... That'd I be kind of cool. Is all I'm saying. We wouldn't know. You wouldn't know or you'd have gotten caught. I don't mean to kill you. I mean to like. I heard about put, Mark. I like, heard about nail one... something to their door that says like the horror doesn't stop. No, I, I highly doubt it because that's... Probably that's probably gonna <laughs> bury it in a waiver. Of, I heard about this one in Illinois that's supposed to be pretty scary, and they follow you home because you had to write your address down. And you also sign something on your like yep, disclaimer you sign something, that tells yeah, and you them remember that they can when you that. go to the hospital. Yeah, cool. Mm. I was do I was leading us into the future presentation. I was describing haunt the thing the that movie. we just that we watched in recent memory. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think Jake, it's not in Illinois, is it? I thought it was in yes. Kentucky or some shit. The first line of the Wikipedia page says in Carbondale, Illinois. Uh, I, well, the setting is not important. It's definitely like, Carbondale. I do remember Carbondale. <laughs> I remember Carbondale vividly. <laughs> I don't. Let's go to the feature presentation. <laughs> I liked you better with a beard. Yeah. Over at AZHeart.com this week, we watched 2019's Haunt. Now, Mark, you picked this movie. Explain why, except we know why. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is a movie that is specifically better if you watch it during October because it is about a group of friends going to a haunted house. And Hypothetically, it's better if you watch it about an hour before you're going to go to an extreme haunt in Honolulu. Yeah. That which would make sounds like something someone did. No, he said, no, 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 no. He prefaced that with hypothetical, which oh, means that it didn't that means happen. he couldn't have. He couldn't have. Oh. Frankly, it's impossible that it happened that way. Okay, well, Jack, you should have oh, done that. Oh, is that what hypothetical you means? You should have done that. <laughs> yes. You should have done it. 
<laughs> that would have been good. You son of a bitch. Good. Jack, you idiot. <laughs> you fucking moron. What are you doing? Whoa, it's kind of aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I've always hated you. Uh, Look, this so is a I, Halloween movie. Mark, you picked it because it's Halloween. Yeah, I watched it when it came out two years ago, and I really liked it, I would, and I wanted to watch it again. I would go so far as to say this is the only time of year you should watch this movie. Probably fair. Yeah. All right. Dead air. What the <laughs> fuck, Jack? <laughs> Mark, you picked this movie, and you know what that means. You have to hit us with a 30-second plot synopsis. 30 seconds are on the goddamn Uh-oh. clock. It's going to start when you start. Six friends named Harper, Bailey, Mallory, Angela, Evan, and Nate you five go, seconds than that. go to than a that. haunted house on Halloween. It is a pseudo-extreme haunt, but they're very scared. And then they see a bunch of people wearing masks, and eventually they get picked off one by one and killed. And they eventually determine that it's not a haunted house, but a murder factory, and all the people wearing masks are, in fact, freaks that are murderous and hell-bent on killing them. Time. They fight (laughs) back. Yeah, he's intentionally going slowly, and he misses it. Your timer got to 25 seconds. I literally, you started talking, then I got my phone out, and I said, you have five less seconds than that. Oh, I didn't hear you. I was talking. Jesus. Jake sabotaged me. Do you want to finish? I'll give you five more seconds to finish that because I let me it. tell you, you were not on pace to finish it in another five seconds. I finished it. They fight back. That's the end. They fight back is the end of what you're going to say? Whatever. They all die except to, for they the one. They die 10 seconds you're, in and you're the rest ending of the movie is what they, they fight do back. after they die. Yeah. What Terrible job. What, what about they, Illinois? They kill, they what kill, about Illinois? They kill, oh, yeah. It's set in Illinois. In thank Carbondale, you. Carbondale, Illinois. This oh, is important. Thank you. It's a very self-contained story within Illinois. <laughs> Not Kentucky. <laughs> Not Kentucky, notably. They go out of their You know what it is? It is upsetting how often they go out of their way to talk about how not in Kentucky they are. <laughs> As they're going into the haunted house, the guy's just like, we're not in Kentucky. It was, we're not in Kentucky. It was filmed in Kentucky. We're not in a, we're not in a, we're not in Kentucky. <laughs> it was filmed in Kentucky. <laughs> I knew I saw that somewhere in my goddamn research. distracting. Bastards. <laughs> Her, their All friend right, gets boys. stabbed in the face with a hot poker, and he's like, "Oh, thank God, we're not in Kentucky." Hey, I forgot to do this earlier, but I hadn't seen this movie before. Well, yeah, I was. I was. That's what I was going to fill the dead air with. Was going to throw to you guys, but then we just jumped right into the thirty-second plot synopsis that I was. not Well, I was for. responding yeah, to miss- a work email, and Jake yelled at me about dead air, and I panicked. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's <laughs> ah, okay. It's fair. That's very that's very uh, whatever becoming of you, Jack. It's hypothetically midday on a workday for me. It's hypothetically four p.m. <laughs> so okay. What did I miss? What what else would you have rounded out the thirty second plot synopsis Look, with? That was so. No, all I'm saying boring. is I, I wouldn't have, have gotten faster. to. They all Man. die immediately, and then talked about what they do no, after they excuse die. Excuse me, Jack. He said their names first, and then he, he said they all die. Names first. I would have just pasted differently. I don't think there was much wrong with what you did. No, it, was it was more how you did it. I wasn't prepared, yeah. and I just wanted to keep the vibe like super chill, you know? Because that's what Halloween's about. Chilling. Chilling with your homies. Chilling. So, Mark, how many times have you seen this? Um, the only thing you actually missed, I think, in the plot synopsis is the weird, He's unnecessary continuing. subplot of her abusive ex-boyfriend. Very unnecessary. This is the second time I've seen this. Uh, maybe third. I think it's second. It's my second as well. I may have squeaked a third one in there somewhere. I the saw time. it because it was recommended to me very specifically for a very specific reason. By me. By Mark. So I saw it. And what was that the reason- very specific reason? There's a, there's, a, there's a spider scene. 
which yeah, was trapped trapped in a coffin that's slowly filling with spiders. Yeah, it's it pretty good spiders. It scare. didn't bother me. It was shot immaculately. We'll get yeah. into all of this stuff, but it didn't bother me as much as I was expecting. Um, it sucked. I hated it. <laughs> I, it's my second thousand. <laughs> right. I hated it less than I anticipated hating it. Mm-hmm. Five stars from Jake. I mean, the, the for the record, of it, not the movie, the spiderness. For the record, when I watched it the first time, I was infatuated with it, and I very much liked it, and I thought that was just the icing on the cake. So I recommended you watch it because it is a good horror movie that also features a. I only remember spider. this is going to have a scene that's going to fuck your world up. What? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Let's talk about what this movie is subgenre wise. <laughs> what is it subgenre wise? You'll find that other than holiday sense. because I'm going to take holiday. What the fuck is the subgenre wise? I took holiday. Um, I took uh, haunted gonna... house. Oh god damn haunt. it! I took we haunt. have an. Ex- I think we have an extreme haunt because we watched haunted house October belt and yes, hell house and LLC. hell house and hell LLC. LLC too. That doesn't really qualify as extreme haunt. Extreme things happen in the haunt, but it's not really the haunt's fault. What? what? Yeah. What are you talking about? We're talking about the setting of a movie is set yeah, but like, in no, a like haunted house. Extreme haunt is like a, a brand of thing. Like Hell House LLC is not branded as being. I think that was an extreme. No, haunt. I think that was a haunt. No, dude. but the function, like the whole point, not the whole point, the movie, but like the, the the narrative structure of that movie is and is true here. Spoiler for what this movie does right is it's really nice to set a movie in a haunted house because it elongates the stretch of time where the characters don't know they're in a horror movie, even though the viewer does, which is like the juiciest part of a horror movie. Yes. And as with Hell House LLC, it gives them an excuse to use horror tropes in a fun way with and like go overboard on And it. have like creepy stuff in the background. I'm and you can have just, jump scares that are earned, but I'm, like also cheap. I'm just saying that business in Hell House LLC was not an extreme haunt. Yeah, but you're... Okay, it was more of an extreme haunt than this one I went to in Hawaii. But your overall take is wrong. And it was extreme because the people who were in the basement got dragged to hell. That's different. What happens circumstantial to haunt, the actual real haunting, does not make the haunt an extreme haunt from a business perspective. I think it was an extreme haunt from a business perspective. Oh, my God. No, like, you need need something. You got to have that little thing, like, you have to walk through alone. Like, you have to have something. They didn't have any of that. It was just a haunted house. Well, I mean, Haunt is... The movie we also just watched was also not an extreme haunt. Correct. Uh, well, or would the extra thing be you have to leave your cell phones at the front? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think... Uh, is that relatively common? That you have to leave your cell phone? No. Definitely not. Uh, yeah, no, that, to, Jack, like, that, I, I think that would qualify. Like, y- yeah. there has to be... Uh, Cutting off of hand. resources. Yeah. Yeah. Cutting off of resources. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, it's a little bit, wow. it, it isn't, <laughs> Let's uh, it, isn't a, more. <laughs> it isn't a splatter movie, but it does have some splatter elements, some very extremely gory elements. You do this every fucking week, Jack. It's if there's splatter. like one scene where there's like a blood packet, <laughs> you say it's a splatter movie. <laughs> eh. <laughs> it's like, it's like me with body horror, where if there's one scene where like a body becomes deformed, I say it's it is. body horror. <laughs> so for the record, miss, this is not splatter. Re- it's not we haven't reviewed a, I, I started my line with that. And you were correct. There is something that splatters in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like the precedent though of within the cat, within the subject of. Okay. So this isn't an alien invasion movie. movie. I want to start by whatever. saying this isn't an alien invasion movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Yeah, exactly. 
I don't think there's anything else to discuss personally. What in the fuck subgenre isn't this movie? Isn't? <laughs> New segment. <laughs> and now the podcast is five hours long because we would absolutely entertain ourselves for that. I mean, it'd be fun. I'd listen to it. There is no Pazuzu. <laughs> There's no trees in this movie. That's a sub 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 genre. There's some trees there in the background. There is no Pazuzu. Jack, this, this is a trees movie. There are trees in this. They run into the woods. Yeah, dude. It's not Don't Kentucky. Don't tell me this isn't a trees movie. Illinois is known what for trees. What does this trees. movie do right? Thanks, Mark. I was just about to scream it at you, but you were the one I was going to interrupt. <laughs> you did it yourself. <laughs> okay, so I'll start with the thing that I already said. <laughs> well, Jack was dead airing it again like an asshole. I know. Me? He's clearly Fucking out of practice because we only record every 10 days now. That's my fault, though. Okay. No, actually, it's not. Fuck you guys. This is something I already said, so I figured I'd get it out <laughs> of the <laughs> You volunteered Still yourself. Still windmills. <laughs> well, it's, Mark, I mean, whatever. This is off-air conversation. Jake's eyes just got deadly serious. <laughs> the subgenre of haunted houses, like where where the setting is a commercial enterprise that is a haunted house, not a house that is haunted like the haunting or haunting of Hill House or anything. Capital H, capital H, haunted house. Yes. So I'm talking your blood fests, your panic fests, your Hell Houses LLC, your Houses October Built. They are a fantastic setting to put movies in. It kind of sets it within October, but I mean, whatever. That's what we're here for. Um, and like I said, it's a brilliant narrative device to shoehorn in a bunch of easy scares and like background creepy factor um, and elongating that period where the people don't know they're actually in a horror movie because they signed up to be in an artificially created horror experience. So when it is actually murder that's happening to them, they don't know until it's too late. And that's a really fun experience for the viewer. Yeah. And I think one other way to spin that is simplicity. There, There is an element of simplicity to that setting, like what you're just saying, that I think makes it a very easy one to just sit down and experience. Like all of that makes sense. And everything that you want as a horror viewer, particularly during this time of year, which is when you should be watching this, lends itself to the simplicity of what, is happening on screen where people are going into a situation in a haunted house where you as the viewer know shit's going to go down. They don't for a longer time. Like you just said, that's an easy win, honestly. And that's fine. Like there's a simplicity to this movie and what it's doing from a formula standpoint that works. Not high degree of difficulty, but that's not a fucking problem. It's a fun, like sort of nuanced conversation to have where we go to horror, we go to haunted houses because they're scary, but we know they're not real. So to talk about like the extra layer of what it would be like if it actually was real and you were actually being stalked by a, by a masked murderer or there was a portal to hell in the basement or whatever version of this story you want to talk about, it's it's kind of it, it's kind of enlightening to like bring that extra layer of psychological depth into something that we volunteer we voluntarily do most Octobers. Right? Sure. Jack, this is where I throw to you. Hypothetically, had you watched this prior to going to your extreme haunt, well, you didn't. Uh-huh. Damn it! <laughs> would that have would that have affected your experience at all? 
Uh, I'll tell you what. It very much did. It was very fun. Although it did. Hypothetically. I, one thought I had, Mark, I agree with you. The psychological experiment there is very fun, although it's not one of this movie's strongest aspects. The way. No, no. Once these this people movie does not excel at any part of psychological horror. <laughs> what? Yeah. Once these people realize they're in a haunted house, they kind of stops behaving like human beings would. And so that was forefront of my mind, like the whole time I was going through this thing, hypothetically, of like, but what if someone did slice my arm open right now? What the fuck would I do? Or my wife's or sister's arm? What the fuck would I do? And, I mean, with a real haunted house, it's pretty easy. It's all on, you know, like pretty skimpy, skimpily built prop walls and stuff. I could just go barreling through that shit pretty easily. <laughs> There's a jack-shaped <laughs> hole in one I of just, the walls? Yeah, just juggernaut through the whole set. Juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know what sound drop you need to throw in here. <laughs> I'm the juggernaut, bitch! Um, but I want to talk about the brutality of this movie. Uh, because the way these people get injured and hurt is rough. Like, the from the opening... The, the first major injury that occurs is the slicing of the arm, right? In the, you know, in the reach-in hole. That one, the stomping on the hand, the hammer scenes, like, they are all brutal. The one yeah. where the woman's head is on the ground, and I don't even know what implement he uses to put in the mouth and rip her head open from the mouth upwards. The red hot poker? No, like the very not that thing? one. No, 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 no. No, not this when is, they like, behind woman. the glass. Yeah, that's a poker. They use the poker no, twice. No, no. Oh, is that the fireplace poker? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They use their fireplace poker at first. So, Jack, this is funny because my fifth bullet point was literally just the word brutality. So, good work nice. there. Um, yeah, buddy. And yeah, red hot poker to the face, red hot poker into the skull. They use it twice. Whatever. A little lazy, but that's fine. Yeah. It's a good kill. Twice. Uh, Evan getting scalped with the hammer, the, yeah. the claw part of the hammer pulling his lip up. Uh, that's the scene I was talking about. Oh, Oh, yeah, it's the claw Sorry. hammer, and he puts yeah, it under okay. the uh, The pitchfork for yep. whatever her name was, the cat girl. Um, <laughs> the glue trap when, when it's just Loved whatever it. her name is. Yeah. She's rolling so away. good. Um, and then, yeah, like, I, like you started with the razor blades. The thing I like about the razor blades is she's freaking out. And this is like, the, I mean, it's basically the first like actual scary thing to happen. Um, but her hand's behind a wall, and they'd already done the gag of like, oh. Ah, What's that thing called? The like stick your hand in and see how it feels thing. There's whatever they called it. What org? Is a glory hole? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a glory hole. The no, glory hole. It's yeah. No, there's like a name for that sort of. It's it's thing. part of it's like it's one of your run of the mill haunted house things. Yeah, yeah. Where, like you, it's great. That's like an elementary school. Well, it could be, yeah, right? it could be anything. Yeah. It's sensory deprivation. Spaghetti it's fine. that's yeah. brains or whatever. Yeah. And she pulls her arm out, and she's like, ah, and then nothing happens, and then there's like a beat, and then blood starts coming out of all of the razor things. Right. So I I do really actually like the presentation of that, where there's a delay, and her arm's not bloody when it comes out, which doesn't make any sense, but her arm's not right. bloody when it comes out, it pauses on it, and then you yeah. see the razor slits show up. Mark, I fully had all of those exact same notes. It doesn't make any sense, but it is a really well, I think, cool shot. I, I think we kind of all have <laughs> the same notes, but that's, again, testament to like what this movie is and i think that's something that it does right i'm gonna keep going back to like simplicity like this movie is a haunted house like you're going through it and you're experiencing this situation that they're in but it's a pretty like on rails experience they needed to nail those aspects of it and fortunately they did and that's why we're talking about it i think we all like this to a certain degree at least and we'll get into that more but they needed to nail that they did a good job of it it's simple but 
what you really needed to hit is that tension. And I think that the brutality of it and all of what Mark mentioned earlier about the way in which like you as the viewer are watching these people continue further into their own demise, basically, and they don't know it, that helps build that tension. Now, there's a- there's elements to it, like how it's shot, which we're going to talk about shortly, which really, really help. But it's a trim, fun, brutal thing, and that's what they needed to make. You know what else is great about it? Even when they progress further and further and further into the haunted house, when, I mean, there's like no fucking way that any group has ever gotten this far and not realized they were dead. Right. It's still a haunted house. The rooms they're running Yeah, they still through, made this, like, all of it. They're yeah. still 90% doing it. 90% of yeah. the way in are <laughs> yeah. still a haunted house. Like, she gets into that they're room with a glue the trap bit. in it, and there's just, like, knives hanging from the ceiling and all this, and the well, strobe they, they, light they don't happening. want it to be tacky just in case somebody makes it that far. You can't be tacky, Mark. And then you got, I guess, I guess the point is to usher everyone toward the end where there's a bedroom that you gotta, that's an escape room all of a sudden that you gotta yep. solve some puzzles. So okay, I, let wallpaper. Me, uh, genuinely... <laughs> curious about this was there any connection to that woman's family upbringing or did that just trigger a flashback for her was it just a generic bedroom escape room? I think it was or... just a generic. Well, Jack, now you're getting into a later subject. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. That's... Uh, yeah. yeah, This that was just a generic bedroom. From a believability standpoint, you have to choose it. it's that. Yeah. Because we know that they're like at least the second group to have gone through that evening. Yep. Because they stand in line <laughs> behind another group that is never discussed again <laughs> or referenced other than the fact that they have a body later with a hot poker. Man, you know what arguably the scariest part of the haunted house I went through last night was? Before they even check your tickets, like you're waiting out on the street to go in. There's one guy letting you in just down this dark passageway into a courtyard where they check your tickets. And you hear screams coming from in there. You're all amped up to go through a haunted house. And he's like, okay, just go ahead, walk down the next group. And then he very unsubtly follows you down the hallway and goes, bah, when you're like 20 feet down the hallway. And I don't know why that was so fucking effective, but I watched him do it like 10 times and it still worked on us. It was wild. It was like some kind of psychological Stuff. Jack, out of curiosity, you had just watched this movie, and you were yes. probably, I mean, hypothetically speaking, and <laughs> you were probably of your right mind as you were going through. Did it ever cross your mind to really lay into, like, you know you can hear people screaming. Yeah. When you were walking through, did it ever cross your mind to start screaming like, oh my god, it's real, this isn't actually haunted, they're trying to kill me, oh my god, get me out, help. <laughs> No, it didn't. I was really trying to maximize my enjoyment, so I was really trying to lean into just experiencing the whole thing as earnestly as possible. Oh. Well. That's a boring response. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) You really could have laid on the acting chops and really screwed with people who were like 40 minutes after you. Get out now! Get Although, I'll tell you what, there was a group in There's front of so us. so much blood! That I thought were part of this <laughs> acting, were part of the actors, because there was a part where a guy and his girlfriend, he was like, she's too freaked out, she can't go on, you guys have to go in front of us. Like, you have to squeeze past us through this very narrow hallway. And I was like, oh no, I'm on to your game, I see what you're about to do. <laughs> but uh, she was just genuinely, like, overstimulated and too yeah. scared to go on. <laughs> They sneak up behind you and <laughs> shove some thumbtacks into your shins. <laughs> I 
into your shins. Into your shins from, from behind. behind? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you impressive. know, if you put it in a calf, you could hit some soft tissue. But if you put they get big... that bendy spider guy to come around and bend his arm around to the front <laughs> yeah. of the shin. They just hit you with thumbtacks all night. It's really unpleasant. That'd be very rude. <laughs> it's horrible. The yeah. whole thing was horrible. Honestly, I would just be pissed at that point. Like, really? Thumbtacks? I see now. <laughs> <laughs> totally worth it, though. I signed a waiver. <laughs> uh, so this movie's Haunt. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Uh, I mean, the stuff it does right is so... It's, like, elegant in its simplicity, and that's the most things it does right. I don't have too much movie. on this list. So, yeah. but the thing that's... Okay, so we've we've pontificated now at length about, like, what makes this general formula work very well, and they execute it to perfection. But what this movie does that separates it from all of the others are the freaks are the masks that the people wear and then they take their masks off and they're devil people. <laughs> it, yep. one, the masks in one are, case, the, very literally. The masks are very scary. Good masks to start with. I think the witch mask is the creepiest. I was going to ask what your favorite was. Mine's the witch. My favorite is the witch By, mask. By like a I lot. Think. Yeah. Oh, I like yep. the ghost mask. Well, are we just talking mask or are Mitch? we talking... You're talking about Mitch? Are we talking about mask <laughs> and face combo? Mask. Just mask. Because because, because mask. the thing, what, what I'm getting at here is I there's... I understand what you're getting at. There's sort of an elegance to the mask you wear versus what your actual face is, yeah. where it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I am. I am belittling that part by disting not distinguish or yeah, distinguishing. Yeah, Jesus, compartmentalizing aggressively belittling my point here. Okay, fine. The the then the ghost is good. So yeah, I I mean if we talk about like just individual masks, I actually really like. Well, I don't know. It's kind of generic, but the mask that they put on. Whatever her name is, as she's when she's tied up and she ends up getting killed by the main character, that like skull thing. That's a pretty cool mask. Oh yeah, but the, the ghoul combo, mask or whatever. Yeah, the combo of like what main bad guy has the mask that most adequately depicts their face. I'm gonna give that zombie ghost. mask. A zombie, zombie mask, mask is pretty good too. But and the face underneath it is like just melted. It's I mean, melt yeah, man. it's just. I don't know. I, I I very much like the reveal of Mitch or whatever the guy's name is. Yes. Where do you want to see my face? And then smash <laughs> cut to him opening the dude's head with a claw hammer, with his fat his face taken off and his like sunken lips and all the weird shit going on. It's a. I mean, yeah. That's the layer that this movie needs to separate itself, and it fucking nails it hard. The like the the makeup effects that they do is so good. I mean, it's a weird layer, like because you have a... you need weird, you need a weird layer to separate it to to make it special. It's the spice, it's the bay leaf. <laughs> I agree, it's very good. I'm trying. To I'm out of stuff. The movie does it. hard right. I'm trying to decide if I did need it. Oh, the answer is yes, you did. I'll. I'm I'll trying to. I'm trying to up. picture it without that, right? Because one of the things that whatever we'll talk about it in a minute. It's fine. I'm out of hard right. Sure. For the movie. Yeah. I mean, it's it, that that makes sense. We've talked about a lot of things that we like, and it's so simple that we could move on. The only other thing I had written down here, and we probably don't need to spend too much time on it because I think it does get just rolled up into the overall formula, is the incredible melodrama. And maybe this is something that you guys put in a later category. Yeah. But they layer on the like freshman year of college drama thick, and it's distracting and dumb and weird, but it's also the right energy you need for a group of like basically teens, which is I why I put teens, it in middle late teens walking yeah. into a haunted house about to get slaughtered. Yeah. I put it in middle. Cool. Like they're not building any of these characters up to be that likable. Like that's one of the things that I didn't really know what to do with, with this movie is like, 
I they try to add they they God bless them they try to add backstory to the main character. Don't yeah, remember. They any clearly of their names. tried to create a protagonist. Yeah, they just didn't do that good a job. And it and I don't fucking care about it no. either. Yeah, so yeah. that's why it ends up being middle. Is like they do that. I don't think they succeed. They still succeed in the areas that I want and that I focused on. Therefore, eh. I'm willing to let it slide and it becomes a middling area of the movie that otherwise if they had trimmed it in some other ways, it probably would have been better, but it doesn't affect me that much. I, I agree. One of my favorite scenes outside of like, obviously like the horror scenes, but what the hell was her name? <laughs> Harper. Harper. Oh yeah. We want to do that. Real I don't quick? know any of their goddamn names. Harper. I wrote them all down because it's impossible to remember. Yes. So Harper is Red Riding yeah. Hood. She's the main character. Yeah. You got Bailey. She's the cat. She's the one that gets, is she the one that gets pitchforked? No, I can't remember. You got Mallory. <laughs> Mal- Mallory's the one who's the flapper who dies like first. She's the one who gets hot pokered. Yeah. Uh, she falls through the trap spider. door, I guess. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was yeah. Spider Girl. Uh, Angela was the ner- oh Angela was the one who got pitchforked. Yeah. Bailey was the one who got who just sort of disappeared at one point sliced. and then got masked oh. and then got uh she got sent into the room and Harper killed her at the end. Who got her arm sliced up? Yes, she got her arm sliced up. Uh, okay. Evan was the gentleman who drove them there. He was the human centipede. He's the comedic relief. And then Nate was the strapping young lad who was the baseball player. Yeah. Who also made it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a baseball swing, player. Swing, swing away, Nate. So now we've covered that. We know Baseball all the players names. in middle America will survive. Not Kentucky. Both are middle this America. This is Illinois. Both Important. are middle Biddle America. One of my favorites, one of, one of my, well, God. glad we're talking about the baseball player because one of my favorite scenes is him is when he is being introduced to Harper <laughs> and he's just like, I got hit in the face with a baseball and now I ride the pine. Anything ever happened to you? <laughs> what, what does he actually say? Hold on. That's the ass- I wish that's <laughs> what he said. So no, stupid. No, I got he, hit he says, in the face he, he and said, now I ride the pine. <laughs> That. Ride the pine pony, man. He's stuck in the arm barn, Jake. Yeah, he's in the he's de- he's back in the arm no, barn now. No, I'm riding the pine. How about you? And then Harper just looks at him and goes, "What do you What do you mean?" And he says, "Anything <laughs> scary ever happened to you?" And her lo- <laughs> and she goes, "Fuck." And she just looks at the camera like deadpan, goes, "No." And there's a smash cut <laughs> to a white picket fence and an American flag, and then just zooms back out. <laughs> <laughs> to the conversation, it is like one of the stupidest. I fucking weird love it. Melodramatic exchanges. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's so good. It is it's funny. So yeah, it is funny that, that that that's such a conscious element of this movie, I right? Know. And it's so like, weird. I don't know what to do with it. It's direct. We did. I was like, oh, we're gonna talk more about this from like a direction standpoint and like how that like some of the how some of the scenes were shot like really helped with claustrophobia and like all the things that you need. In this, the coffin and, scenes are great. I, yeah. There, there's a lot that's great. So directed and, and written by Scott Beck and Brian Woods, these are the guys that wrote A Quiet Place. You can see the chops here. You can see that the things that you just mentioned, Mark, are intentional, and that's a weird aspect of this movie. But I don't hate it. I don't know what I. I don't know what I. Uh, oh, that's like, interesting because I put everything with her backstory and her abusive ex-boyfriend in does wrong. It was only a distraction from an otherwise very good movie. I think it's uh, fair. I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a an unprecedented thing here. 
I think it's fair to put it in both. I think it's fair to put it in what the movie does that right from a global standpoint. I'm not putting it right. I'm putting it in middle. Melodrama, and I think it's okay to put it in the movie does wrong with the specific examples of her abusive past. And so does it end up in middle for you? No, this was I. It's I right had, and wrong, but I, not middle. I, I specifically be the had the melodrama in what the movie does right. Mark, I would okay. I would bet a substantial amount of money that that's not unprecedented. There is nothing new under the sun with this podcast, dude. No, we're out of content. <laughs> Listeners, let us know what we need to do to keep you happy. <laughs> Listeners, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, the other thing, only other thing I had in Does Middle was the vampire and his whole scenes and his whole exposition of what's going on. Because I don't hate that they're explaining it a little bit and explaining to you that they're freaks and like they they are, you know, it's a tattoo artist and a body modifier guy. But the way it comes about is so fucking clumsy. It's just like, hey, we ran into a guy and he's like, no, I'm normal. And despite me having watched, I don't know how many people get shot and killed. Dozens of people are dead. (laughs) I'm still wearing this mask and I'm still like, he's still so nonchalant about it. This is very strange. This is after the turn in the movie where we already know the other guy who did the exact same gag was a bad guy. Although he took his mask off and he was a freak as opposed to this gentleman who was not. But it's still a, this guy doesn't act like a human being would act. He's like explaining them. They are trying to murder everyone in this building. And he's slowly explaining, like, I just got hired. I buy stuff for them. They're tattoo artists. Like, what the fuck? I do like, that's one of my favorite, like, the main guy's a tattoo artist. Oh, okay. Now all of this makes I, sense. Now I see it. Yeah. Those depraved <laughs> satanic tattoo artists always killing people on Halloween and extreme haunts. God damn so, it. Like, I, we stumbled into I, one of those things. <laughs> I didn't hate the exposition there, but I hated its uh, execution. I Why did you not hate the exposition there? I feel like you hate... I also hated the exposition there. Because I feel like it's fine. I, I wanted... I, I didn't mind being told, like, at that point, after the turn, that, like, these guys are... You know, whatever. I, I don't think that necessarily takes away from the movie if he could have spouted those words off in a humanistic manner. Yeah, I guess like it's I, I it's fine to show that they they clearly need someone who can walk into a hardware store and buy a bunch of stuff without raising yeah. too much suspicion. Like, and I think you could do that. Like that scene could work if like he meets them, they behave normally, and then they hole up, they get stuck in a room or hole barricade themselves in somewhere. Then he can explain to them for ten seconds about what's been going on a little bit. Also, is it really that unbelievable? Like, do you really like? If the devil guy walked into a Home Depot and bought a bunch of plywood. Would anyone, I mean, people would look, but yeah, there are people in this world that actually, you know, do that type For of sure. body modification stuff that look like that. And I saw a whole show people. about it on the Discovery Channel. I know. Yeah. I think we were talking about the same <laughs> one that aired in 1997. <laughs> puzzle pieces all over his body that he kept getting filled in. Sure. Yeah. One of those things. But, but I mean, what I'm <laughs> saying is like, I don't know. I feel like you could probably just go to a wherever, a hardware store and get this stuff even if you did have tattoos and totally man it's free country horns coming out of your okay head. well that's a good transition into what the movie does wrong <laughs> hell yeah it is jesus christ these people behave absurdly it's it is so jarring like once the woman's arm gets sliced all to fuck they're still treating it like they're trying to play by the rules of the haunted house it makes no fucking sense at all harper does stone nothing while she watches her best friend get stabbed in the face with a pitchfork. She's holding the door shut. 
And to her credit, uh, Bailey or whoever, whatever friend gets stabbed at that point. <laughs> yeah. Is is just screaming into the maze, doesn't turn around and help her hold the door shut. But then the door opens, and Harper's just on the floor going like, b- just silent, being like, oh, what kind of horror <laughs> am I about to witness? Guy's holding, <laughs> technically not a pitchfork, it's no, it is a pitchfork. It's not a spading fork. Carries his pa- carries the pitchfork over and stabs a friend in the head. Where's Harper? I don't know. Still cowering against the wall, doing nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know what you do in that situation? It's... You tackle the motherfucker. It's a pitchfork. It's not that Dude, scary. Dude, none a thing. of these people behave like human beings. They that when the guy when they all decide, okay, we're gonna I'm gonna go through and try to get help for the maze, and he finds a person. His energy is like, oh. Hey, you know, my friend, her shoe is stuck in the <laughs> device back there. Could you help her out? But she's had her arm sliced all the way open. Like, what the fuck? Hey. His energy is so weird and wrong. Excuse me, sir. Sir? 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 Yeah, sir? if I could, could sir? I bother sir? you? I'm sir? sorry. Hey. I, don't, hey. I don't want to break hey. the immersion. Hey. I'm sorry. <laughs> we lost a ring earlier. Do you have a lost... Inf- oh, oh, by the way, one of us was assaulted with razor blades. But do you have a lost and found... <laughs> And then the guy who they're talking to, who by the when they find him, and he's like, "You can call me Mitch." <laughs> they're not immediately like, "Hey, fuck off, asshole! What the fuck are you talking about? I just got my arms sliced open with razor blades, and I can call you Mitch." I actually, Shut I will disagree with you up. on that because Evan does call him out very specifically on that about, point. Uh, that's true. That's fair. I mean, overall. Yeah, they don't behave like humans. So, yeah, the inconsistency. But, but then, there are but moments then after where it that scene, through. general inconsistency. Yeah. <laughs> then after that scene, Mark is the scene where he says safety is our number one priority, and nobody has any response to that whatsoever. They're like, "What? Really?" <laughs> <laughs> I got a story for you. He's still. And then later a mask. he says, it's- "There's a trap door in the maze that if more people go through." And they're like, "But I thought safety was your top priority." I mean, in fairness, they shouldn't act like humans because physics doesn't act like physics throughout the entire movie. <laughs> Also true, yeah. <laughs> but that's probably more something for a later nitpicky like category. Like now? Really? Nitpicky category. Uh, I'll also put, while we're still in Does Wrong, I'll put the entirety of her backstory and the abusive ex-boyfriend and all that kind Fine. of stuff in here. It adds nothing to the movie. It's just it, a waste yeah, of time. Yeah, Tie yeah. that in to yeah. the tailor-made final room that seems to be specifically made, and you touched on this earlier, yeah. Jack, for her. Is, is her dad the devil in this movie? Is that her dad? Is that what we're supposed to know? No. I don't know. Her dad is completely unrelated to this whole thing. Her dad might be the devil. It's fan theory. But her dad isn't this devil. It's ju- it just happens went- to be that they prepared a room that was highly specific to the situation that she never told anyone about that she grew up with. Which is why, Mark, I think that after leaving her mom God. and abusing her and her mom for a bunch of years, her dad went out, got a bunch of body modifications, and started making haunted houses. He'd have to be the clown, though, not the devil. The devil was like a relatively devil? young guy. Yeah, he wasn't old enough. And it would make I more think. sense for... And the clown's the guy who runs it anyway, so he'd have to... Okay, yeah. he's the clown. Okay. Well, that's not a bad fan theory. Except that yeah, I think yeah, when yeah. she gets home, the implication is that the dad's dead. I don't know, that's a dream sequence. Never mind. Wait, that's a dream sequence? Well, there's a well, no, there's a dream sequence when she's in her coma where she realizes her dream if she goes home and her mom comes out and hugs her, and I think the implication is that her dad has died at that point. Okay. And then there's the actual ending, because they know where she lives. The clown goes to her house, steps in the glue trap, and then she kills where him. Where yeah. the, the 
fact that she had to put her address down on a hospital form leads her to the belief that these people i that's what triggers the memory of oh i gave them my address why why are the police not involved why do, why 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 is the end of this movie <laughs> it makes no fucking sense well it's only 92 minutes long so they needed they needed a vampire to, to- <laughs> to show up and exposit some things. And they needed uh, the clown to break away. They needed a, a greasy act. fucking skid to track her cell phone GPS and come there <laughs> and get murdered. Well, he didn't, he didn't track her <laughs> cell phone GPS. I don't hate it, though. I think I prefer this movie as its 90-minute version compared to being clean. <laughs> I compared think to I the, do. Compared to I, the 81-minute version? Mm. Yeah, you don't need to adhere to 90 minutes. What was the, What's the... Uh, what what's the unfriended style movie we watched? The pandemic theme toast, I think. Host, yeah. yeah. Host Go with the host short. rules. Do like sixty eight minutes, whatever works. <laughs> Although host really should have added one more minute, make that sixty nine. You know what I mean? Totally. Was it sixty eight? I don't know. I'm looking. I mean, there was there was that Amazon movie about the haunted house that we watched that I cannot recall the name. With the oh, that was great. That, I that, liked that, that one's movie. like yeah, that one's like sixty three minutes long. <laughs> And we've we've talked about this all the time. Like, there's no, there shouldn't be rules for how long a in movie a world needs to be. where you're streaming all of your content minutes. and you're not paying fifty six. Host wasn't even an hour. Wow, you're in a world where you're not paying twenty five dollars to go to a movie theater to justify the runtime. Just make whatever fucking length of movie you want. And we all totally. are huge advocates of this because that is old now. That's gone. That that era is gone. We don't need that. I mean, make, it's still around, but it's make dying. the thing you want to make. Yeah. at the length that is best. And then put it out there. Yeah. And Jake, you're saying this is better with the ad additions? Well, I, I think I was thinking that you were saying that they could have made it better by doing something that might have made it longer. And I don't know why in retrospect. Yeah, okay, make it shorter. Fair. Sure. Do that. I would prefer that. Is there anything else yeah. this movie does hard wrong? I got an itch got to blow else. the whistle. Oh, yeah. We blow got some Mark, whistlings. Blow it so hard. Let's go to Knit Pick Station. <laughs> oh, God. He blew a fucking <laughs> vessel. You- did you blow it at all? I honestly, through Zoom, I couldn't hear anything. Weird. If you blew yeah, it at no, all. it was it was a lot. I blew it as hard as I could. Yeah, it looked like it was a dog whistle. You might like I heard you might have to turn it down nothing. a little bit on the actual recording. In, in, <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't burst a blood vessel in his eye. Well, I had to hold my breath for a long time because Jack kept talking after he said "blow it as hard as you can." So I inhaled. Well. And then I held uh, it. Somebody remarked to me that they didn't know what the whistle was about because we haven't actually said that triggers nitpick station in like a hundred episodes. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we, we, we that's a fair. It's that's just a, fair a random thing. train whistle in most episodes. Didn't do it very softly. We're just like blow the whistle. <laughs> Once upon a time, uh, we talked about rounding the corner to nitpick station, and I joked about getting a train whistle, and then like three episodes later, I got an actual train whistle. And then we stopped saying nitpick station and just got to nitpicks. Yeah, and it turns out this podcast is actually for a select few people who've seen all 270 episodes or whatever. We have some running gags. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was trying. I was trying to explain to my wife which episode and why we st- we are using Scatman's World as the exit for Rocking Horror World's Beers for Fears, and I listened to like four episodes and I couldn't find you're it. You're like, it's this is impossible. <laughs> no, it's just because it. you're goddamn obsessed with that, or you were. <laughs> That's yeah, the, the simple- only reason there's nothing. The, the nitpick station whistle makes sense. That doesn't. Yeah, the simple answer was there was one episode where you said, fuck it, I'm going out with Scatman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because you you were, in a, you were a in a mood. <laughs> That's why. Okay, what nitpicks do and we now tell? it's canon. The last thing I'd written down in what the movie does wrong, which is a great transition in a nitpick station, is that this is a movie where all of the traps only work 
if they happen in the very specific manner that they happen in. There is a trap door in a maze made out of pallets that triggers where after you, a certain amount of weight has passed over it. And you that, but it somehow has a memory for how much weight has passed over. For it. how much weight has passed over it. And when you fall through it, for whatever reason, you don't grab onto anything. You just fall straight through and land on your head yeah, and go you, unconscious. You know those videos where people have like really elaborate domino setups and it's like super cool? Have you ever seen this one of those that. where it's like the fail version of that? <laughs> That's what is at risk here. Like, it needs to have the perfectly executed domino effect. When she is escaping the bedroom at the end, there is a shotgun that fires once every, like, I don't know, nine seconds. It requires you to stand directly in front of it. There's... When when her abusive boyfriend shows up, also, subplot that doesn't need to happen because completely inconsequential, he's walking down a hallway, and he gets shot by a bolt that comes out of a like an improvised sh- shotgun style like a blunderbuss and hits him in the three inches wide that it would have to hit to hit his neck do i need to explain to anyone why that's impossible <laughs> no we get it it's clear firing a bolt out of a blunderbuss with no spin or rifling or anything like that is equivalent to throwing a knuckleball in in baseball, right? That's why it's like literally impossible to hit a knuckleball because it's completely impossible to predict. It's not literally impossible and, to hit a knuckleball. What are you talking about? Well, you could get. You just have to guess. Is my point. It's a it's a probabilistic thing. It does whatever yeah. the fuck the wind in yeah. the area tells it to. Yeah. There's no spin on it, so there's no consistent. I think a knuckleball is still statistically velocity. easier to hit than a screwball, though. Do you guys ever think about how you could like just develop, <laughs> especially a really good in high knuckleball? humidity at night? I like what you're saying here because this is kind of a screwball because it's a screw that it fires. So just change what you said to screwball. Okay, and we're cool. good. I'm it's good. Screwball. Do you guys ever think it's about how a you could just like screwball? I like this. Let's develop continue to talk a really over good, Jack. Develop a really good knuckleball and join the MLB at like 38. And what just that actually does just, just throw Dude. like an 82 mile an hour knuckleball for two innings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's impossible to hit. No one can hit it. Statistically, it's impossible to hit. It's a screwball. Mark, while you brought up that shotgun, it plays the rhyme, right? Before it shoots. And while it's going through that rhyme, she is limping directly into the barrel of that shotgun. It goes off. All you have to do is crouch slightly, and you're fine. You've never heard Pop Goes the Weasel. The fourth time, that's the other thing. It goes off. It goes off. Three times, and apparently that's how many times they loaded it. Yeah, they loaded three shells in there. All those, all those shotguns that have a magazine of three shells. <laughs> and the the other thing that sucks about that whole thing is when they're fighting in the flatbed trailer or whatever that place is. The guy who comes in is he the zombie? I think the zombie comes in to kill her. Don't recall. Yeah, he is also fully willing to just stand in front of the fucking shotgun when he was probably the one who goddamn set up the. Trap. Oh no, that. That's the devil, I think. No, the, the devil, devil died earlier. The devil got okay. stabbed way, way, way earlier. Whatever. It's so stupid. Everything with a shotgun is Fairly stupid. Certain Speaking of things with which everything is stupid, I want to talk about the lock picking in this movie because it's absurd. I can't comment on that. This movie knows A to Z horror lock 20%. Pick yeah. This movie knows 20% of what lock picking is. Like it knows you need two devices. You can't you need two tools, right? You need a rake and a tension wrench to go in a lock. It probably what? played Oblivion. Yeah, I was gonna so say. Need, Fallout told me all I need is a paperclip. It, it knows you need two a things, but pin. it doesn't have any bobby fucking pin. idea what to do with them. 
and he Nailed just it. sticks them both in there instead of breaking them off as you'd actually use for a yeah. rake and attention wrench. Also, he says, I can't do it. It's a two-way lock. And I didn't know if that was a joke about how stupid the character is or them being making something up about locks because that's not a thing. I mean, almost every lock is a two-way lock. Like a padlock isn't, but almost every lock that has a yeah. mechanisms on both sides is a two-way lock. Is it possible that Evan talks a big game to impress people? That that's what I was wondering. Is that it? But based on how they demonstrated his lock picking skills, maybe is is he is the character an idiot or are the writers idiots? Well, here's the thing. So if he's going back to lock pick the lock box, which I think was a padlock, if I remember correctly. Uh, yes. maybe he's just trying to get back and he's like, oh, this is a door. That's a totally different level. And then he still tries, but he's like, I don't know. This one's harder than I'm used to. Whether or not it's two way or one way, which isn't a thing. It's not a term. The, the, the mechanism is exactly the same. Just probably fewer pins on the padlock and maybe no wafers. Maybe he's more used to three ways. Am I right, buddies? Yeah. Woo. Air I five. hate that you two just air high five from two feet apart. This sucks. Oh, no, this Jack. Sucks. I assure you we're like eight feet apart. COVID protocol, buddy. <laughs> We're being very safe. After she things. loses the ring and then gets her arm all sliced up, then her friend comes back and she's sitting there with deep razor wounds down her arm in her major blood vessels and arteries and veins. And she says, <laughs> you. I lost her the ring. And veins. I lost. The first thing she says to her friend is, I lost your mom's ring in the haunted house. <laughs> That's the, those are the words she chooses to say. <laughs> Not, I reached into a hole, dropped the ring in there, and then got my arm all razor bladed up. <laughs> I lost your ring in the haunted house. I mean, and frankly, though, I would have been more taken aback if she said I got my arm all razor bladed up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it ever happens to me, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Just pale as a ghost, Mark. I got my, I got arm, my arm all razor bladed, bladed up. up. <laughs> hey, hey, are you okay? <laughs> you call 911. I can't. I have a cell phone. Hey, hey, you lock pick a door. I can't. It's a two-way lock. <laughs> Jesus. This guy, I'm going back a little bit. Evan is supposedly a professional in the rideshare industry. However, which is a great line, actually. The whole thing that he charges his friends gas money is pretty funny. That is funny. But... Yes. Then they show the scene where they all get out of his van. There are two seats, including the driver's seat, in that van. All of them have been taken out. What the fuck? <laughs> a professional yeah. in the rideshare industry? He shows up with a van that has no seats in it. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> He'd probably been hauling some stuff. Maybe. Maybe he wasn't ready for the rideshare thing. But I think that I think that gives them an adequate rebuttal to say you know what? We're happy to pay for your services when you provide seats in the back of your van for us to sit in. <laughs> Evan. Yeah. Evan. I'll go, I'll go back that far with you, Mark. The first thing they say when entering this haunted house is, is that oil? Why would they use oil? And one of them says, is oil cheaper than paint? And the other says, oil is not cheaper than paint. My friend's a geoscientist. What? All of it. What? <laughs> All, every aspect of that exchange. Jack, uh, Jack hey, is oil cheaper than oil paint? Whoa. Yes, very, very much so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think oil is cheaper than paint right now anyway because there's a national paint shortage. 
Also, were they talking just crude oil? There's a thousand kinds of oil. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure it's just leaning into the, the bit that uh, is that Angela, whoever it has, that, that keeps saying, like, I have a cousin who does this. I have a cousin who does this. Paints, friend, yes, 46, 46 cousins, Paint's Mark. probably more expensive than whale oil. Nope, that's the opposite. I meant, I meant yeah, to say, exactly I meant to say the opposite. I meant to say <laughs> whale oil is more expensive than paint. Fuck. This, yeah, no shit. My house, we decided to paint with ambergris. Actually, uh, so if you're curious why it smells like perfume and vomit, that's why. Perfume and vomit? Yeah, that's what ambergris is. Whale vomit. Uh, also, as why of perfume? recording, because ambergris is used as a main ingredient in perfume. Interesting. It's like crazy expensive. It's like white how do they get shit. the whale to vomit? They don't. They just find it floating in the oceans. It's like it's like truffles. It, it floats. I don't know. This is fascinating. It's, it's neutrally buoyant, Jake. Wait, this, There's balls of it in, underwater. Wait, this is a thing that normal people know about? Yes. No, normal people. Oh, I don't know about normal, normal people, people know about but... this. It's part of the normal person. <laughs> what the hell textbook. is it called? Ambergris. Ambergris. Or ambergris. Some old veteran fuck. sailors will say ambergris. I've never heard this word in my life. This is awesome. I think there were I think Mark and I know this because there were a lot of jokes about it on The Simpsons. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Actually, not The Simpsons, Bob's Burgers. Oh, oh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, as know. of recording, the price of oil, a crude crude oil, is going for eighty three dollars a barrel, yeah, which is a fifty five gallon drum. That is cheap as shit compared to paint. Paint's expensive, dude. Paint's crazy yeah. expensive because there's no one has paint right now. I don't think any of us are arguing this. Okay. As a supply next, chain professional, I want to spend someone. a lot of time talking about why paint is expensive right now. Are you a supply chain professional? Yes. Mark thinks he's a professional it's... of a lot of things. He's a rideshare professional. Well, also, literally, that's really what know. I do right now is I manage supply chains. He's a rideshare professional. Wow. I'm an environmental energy professional. Cool. So we're all professionals then. That's neat. <laughs> Thanks for giving it to okay, me. Okay, so they've befriended Mitch. Kay. They're all good. They're getting out. They're, they're, I mean, they shouldn't have befriended Mitch. I want that clear while we're they're in They're escaping. He's helping them escape. He's giving them their keys. Escaping, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, thank you. Thank they, you. They, <laughs> thank go you. Back, they go back to the like chainsaw graveyard area in order to go back to the emergency escape place. They get to the slide that they all had to come down one by one. And they just and they climb up the slide in order to get so out stupid. with Mitch, with the guy who supposedly works here. Which so means stupid. This conversation happened off camera. Okay, how do we get up there? Oh, you have to climb the slide. There's no stairs for the people who work here. Nope, you got to climb the slide. So the people who work here actually have to climb the slide in order to get out. Mitch. Yeah, <laughs> Mitch. <laughs> you dumbass. Yeah, yeah. Climb the slide. Okay, I guess we're going to climb the slide. And then they all fucking climb the slide. Fucking and no Mitch. one thought second. No one had second thoughts about this guy. Mitch. <laughs> hey, Mitch. <laughs> what an asshole. I know, it's a, I know it's a fake door to begin with, but the emergency exit door has a push bar as the only mechanism with which to interact with. I said that wrong. Uh, and they. It's and it's a. You it's motherfucker. A ending your sentence on a proposition or something. Proposition. Yes, I sense on a proposition. Mark, will you sleep with me for money? And also, the, where's the door with? Yeah, thank you for ending on a preposition. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, propose. But the they say it like he's a. They say it to what's the big guy's name? What's his? What's that character's name? Evan. 
Evan. They she makes so much fun of Evan. She calls him a dumbass. She says it's a pull, dumbass. It's not. It's a push bar door. It's the only way you can interact with that door. In, in fairness, we one of our main emergency exits at work is a push bar that you have to pull on. <laughs> it's, How? It's, it's, that doesn't it's make any sense. So aggravating. It's not like it's so not you, one of the push bars that like you push it's into not a bar then. And it activates. It's like a it's like a bar that you would oh. push on but you pull on it. Well, no, that's that makes fine. A that's lot different more sense than like than the this. metal thing with the, the thing that actual indents. metal thing that actuates the door opening device when you push it. It's a fake door, Jack. People get easily God. confused by door stuff. Doors are hard. They're like big rectangles. Just look at the hinges, or lack thereof. There weren't any hinges. Who's looking at hinges in times? People like should be. Always look at the hinges. <laughs> Life advice from Jaco. Yeah, I mean it's a good point. Look at the hinges. Mm. I know how to escape. Do you have any nitpicks, Jake? You would like? Uh, to- I have one. Yeah, you haven't said a single nitpick. Well, I've been listening and ingesting and enjoying. So you know, I I do have nitpicks. Uh, I think that I want to change it up a little bit and talk about one that you have just from like a viewing standpoint. And with what this movie is, I think that it's interesting. My overall takeaway with this is that it is a far better viewing experience due to the tension that we described earlier to watch this alone. Like I think that the the viewing environment for this one is best if you're to like cut off all of everything and just watch it and be just enveloped in the tension that it does provide. And I don't necessarily love that. Like I want this to be, uh, I perceive this as not being as good a group watch as I want it to be. So that's not the movie's fault, though. Is well, it kind my of my fault. I, it, it, yes, it is your fault. Why uh, entirely? I no. I, I think that what this movie does, like to make this movie tick, you have to just like de- you have to like go with the tension, and you don't get that if you're in a group viewing experience. I Mark, are you Gangnam styling? I w- I've been trying to hand signal for a while, and everyone kept talking, so I'm just gonna dance. Um, I think that this movie has a distinct like choose your own adventure pathway of how many people you watch this with. You can watch this alone and have it be a legit ass freaky movie, or you can watch this with a movie theater full of people and have this be a hilarious romp. That is one of the dumbest. Things I, don't ever seen. I, I don't know. I don't know. And it's a that... straight up continuum all the way. Down. I don't know. The second thing was as strong. I I'd think, have to try it. I, I feel like there's enough bullshit. Like, nonsense in this that you could watch it yeah. in a movie theater full of people and there almost always be someone cackling at the screen because yeah. something was Jake happening. not only mm. not only do I reject your premise I reject the conclusion at which you arrived based on your premise wow that's really harsh yeah but we accept, I don't know I I've seen it, it I've seen it twice by myself and I think that that's the best way to view it I wouldn't want to see it a different way I think it would be a ton of fun as Mark is saying to watch <laughs> this with you guys I like that and just I like that the whole premise of your argument is i don't think this would be better watching it with more people and i refuse to do so <laughs> it's like good you solved it then i don't understand why this is a nitpick exactly it's a weird thing you're saying i want to feel differently about that <laughs> so do i can't this is insanity we're going to ratings right now why can't you change your mind i don't wanna that's not it sometimes you just know mark why did Alex leave his truck running with his door open and his lights on? Jack already took us to ratings. I don't care. I needed to get that one out. Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style.
we overdated the horror use a one through ten rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of a Jerry Seinfeld would rate how meaningful sex is as compared to dinner. Sex, that's meaningless. I can understand that, but dinner, that's heavy. That's like an hour. And for ten, think of a Taylor Swift would rate how sick this beat is. You could have been getting down to this sick beat. Story is the first category in which we rate these movies. Mark, this was your pick. Rate the thing for story. I came in pretty low on this one, dog, as you might be able to tell from a 30-second plot synopsis. Um, <laughs> a little pitchy. A little pitchy, little, dog. A little pitchy, this whole movie, uh, from the story standpoint. I, okay, I'm probably too low. I'm curious where you guys landed on this. Let's I gave see. this a two and a half. Okay. Uh, the more attention you pay to this story, the worse it gets. Truly. Uh, if you spend any amount of time thinking about her abusive boyfriend, who again is included as a subplot for no reason, so because when he is... does show up to save the day, he dies immediately because a bolt is fired out of a blunderbuss and hits him in the neck. You think this is better as a before he affects any change on a situation whatsoever? The o- nice use of effect. The only point I guess within the movie is that she walks by and sees his lower torso and somehow knows it's him, but then just continues walking anyway. Or also, I like how you're talking about this during story. The subplot of these are subplots, <laughs> okay, of her being <laughs> sure. abused as a child and what her dad's role is in all of this. Um, and he's the clown. It's well established. It's, Perfect it's writing. Well established. That's more than a fan theory at this point. It's the it's it it's truly a stupid story that hinders the movie more than it helps it. So you do think this is better as a group doing? Yes. How many times have you seen it with a group? Does my wife count as a group? No. None. Maybe. That's not for lack of trying. I'd watch the <laughs> hell out of this as a group. Let's watch I'd let's watch do it. the hell out of this I'm, I'm open to it. Okay. I am as well. That's what you And gotta, I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be in Boise for ten days come winter. We are gonna pick a different movie than this. <laughs> I'm open to it. We're not gonna do it. No, I'm I am <laughs> during <laughs> October. During yeah, October. We have it, so many God, other movies no. we can watch Jack that aren't October specific. So you're not really open to it. I am under very specific <laughs> circumstances. Okay, I see. Should I go? Yes. Jesus. I don't know. Someone say I something. Don't know. I, well, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Stop it. I went with a three and a half. I don't totally disagree with what Mark said, except for all of the various whatever tangents. Points about story? Just, no, the tangents that you went on about the subplot. Like, this is a very simple movie. It is a strength, but it's not necessarily a strength for story, is it? Category. Yeah, why would we include, include subplots in story? What I'm saying is I don't have a lot to talk about here because there is not a lot of story. Mark. Agreed. Thank God. What did you give it? Three and a half. Okay. Uh, I gave it a four. I, it's elegant. You the it's highest. Simplicity. It deserves... It, yes, it's it deserves points. You think this is elegant, deserves, Jack? You're killing me, man. You're the one who usually gets hung up on. No, I understand what he's saying. I, under, I understand what he's saying, but mine that elegance is the word that I'm going to use in about. It depends on how long Mark talks. About eight <laughs> minutes. Yep. <laughs> this is where I get to my monologue. This is where it's supposed world, to go fast. Mike, Mike Flanagan's world, about to walk in and film me. Fuck, yeah, I'm just going to talk for like eight minutes. Oh, my God. Mark's the main character in Midnight Mass, and he just asked what time the general store opens. You just yeah, asked exactly. what time the general store Jesus opens. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Made for stage. Okay, okay Mark. What is World building emergent score. Oh, my God. 
wow, weird. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to say it forever. I, yeah, and then I was about to say it, and then you interrupted me to say it again. I never Selfish. actually got to say it. Selfish. Six and a half <laughs> is, is my world-building and immersion score. Your mileage would definitely vary on this one, depending on your tolerance for people not behaving like human beings. Which could also probably be packed into your story rating here, but I do think I, I do think like the choices within a movie bear more on my typically bear more on my immersion score than my overarching story. So in that regard, I like watching stupid people struggle against a nemesis, you know? And the nemesis is super fun to watch. I love the slow reveal of all of the villains and the masks that are coming off and the like crazy distorted uh, faces that are beneath those things. And the guy has to earn his face to, to join the crew, except that he doesn't want to, and then he gets shot in the head. It's kind of sad, really, when you think about it. I mean, there's a lot of like great schlocky... You're trying to talk for eight minutes, aren't you? <laughs> you're trying. <laughs> I yeah, can tell what you're bit. doing, sir. <laughs> Just pause, I mean, and then pause again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a great, there, there's a good amount of like schlocky Halloween shit here that I think layers into the background very nicely. I love the way they set up the actual haunted house, especially like like the first room they walk through is a very typical haunted house. There's a fucking plastic skeleton on like a scissor. I don't know what those things are called, but like a scissor extension mechanism, sideways scissor lift. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. And it like jumps out and it scares the guy. And it's like, haha, funny. Like, great. That's that, this is a thing that's in every haunted house in the in the United States and probably the world. The scientific term for it is the mechanism that powered Wiley e. Coyote's boxing gloves. Perfect. That one exactly. Yeah. And then as they progress deeper and deeper into the haunted house, it continues to be a haunted house, a very tropey haunted house that also has murder fiends in it. And I think like the the development of that world is is very very good. In any case. I have now concluded my point. I gave it a six and a half. I don't know how long that was. I don't even remember what came. It wasn't even close to eight (laughs) Immersion. You interrupted me to say it twice, Jack. You wouldn't let me say it ever. World building and immersion. Uh, Jake. Um, Nah. Nah. I I went with an eight and a half here. I... Okay. So, as Jack mentioned at the end of the story category, he, he... Well, his story was basically elegant in its simplicity. I think the elegance kind of comes in what this world is. And I like what you said, Mark, and I'm going to build off that. What this is to me is these stupid people facing a nemesis. And that's what I want during the month of October with a movie that is set in a haunted house. I don't need it to be like some super hyper believable struggle against realistic violence. I need it to be entertaining. And I think this was. And I like the tension that it builds, the way it shots, very good. It all helps to build the tension. The releases are brutal, yet everything else that you have that's super unbelievable is comedic enough in its nature that I think that, like we were talking about earlier when you guys berated me, it's a good individual watch. (laughs) I would be open to watching it with more than one person during the month of October only. (laughs) However... I think that it's an immersive movie in the sense that the world is very well realized for what it is. I think that it hit what it was trying to do. What it was trying to do was kind of interesting and specific, but I think that it hit it. This is the part that sucks about going first, is I don't know if I'm arguing in favor or against my score. (laughs) (laughs) I give it a five, and most of this is for world building. They build a hell of a world, but then the lack of believability in the way these people behave is too rough. Need that shit, man. 
I'm scared and I'm creeped out and I'm frightened by the situation. And then they talk and it's like, oh, fuck off. And then they say a lot of stuff about lock picking and two way locks. It's like, God damn it. It's a haunted um, house. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 w- I thought the world they built was much more impressive than the amount I was immersed in it. That's going to take us into Scare Factor, Mark. Thank God. <laughs> Scare Factor, I gave this one a seven. This is a, in the grand scheme of things, pretty fucking creepy movie. Jack, you touched on this earlier, but you touched on this every episode where you kind of called it a, a splatter flick. It's not that, but it is it's an extremely deep. brutal movie in yeah. sort of a weird way. They They don't show you a lot of stuff. Evan dies off screen, which is something we talk, we didn't talk about. I mean, a yeah, lot of the brutality weird. is not explicitly shown. Right. For Considering how much happens. But they imply it quite a bit, and they do show a lot of extremely brutal shit, yes. right? They do show a guy getting his scalp ripped off from his lips upward. They do show, uh, what's her name, getting pitchforked through the noggin. They show the witch getting hit in the trap door thing like a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah. So they show a bunch of, I mean... Whatever. I'm I'm skating around Pop the point the here. Mark. This would be an absolutely traumatizing movie to show someone who was not initiated to horror. It is very creepy and scary. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm happy. It's been a while since we've heard that. What would this do to someone who's not? This would be traumatizing. This would be like legit traumatizing to hmm. people. Huh? Jake, what'd you <laughs> give it? <laughs> Jack was I, responding to a work email. <laughs> most likely. I gave it a six and a half. I don't have a lot to add there, so I won't. All right. I gave it a six. Right. I'm kind of circling the wagons here. This is a scary movie. It's like the concept of the haunted house is scary, and the way it's like then ramped up beyond that is scary. Everything they show you is pretty scary, and it feels pretty hopeless for these people throughout a lot of it. That's pretty scary. Six. Uh, that's going to take us into effects or judicious lack thereof. Mark. I give this an eight. It looks pretty damn good. Uh, the world is very well realized. The sort of, There's sort of two parts to it, right? There's the actual haunted house elements. All of them are executed flawlessly, I would say. And then there's the practical gore and violence aspect of it, which for the most part looks pretty good. Uh, I really don't have too much to add here. I love the masks. I love the makeup. Uh, I don't know why this isn't higher, actually, now that I'm thinking about this. What did you give it again? Eight. An eight. Jake, what about you? I gave it a seven and a half. I, I, I feel comfortable with that. Like, again, I just want to, like, lean on the fact that this is not... It's not a high enough degree of difficulty that... I I think that it should. That's what I was. That I think say. that it should be higher. Like everything that they're doing looks good, and they needed to hit it, and they did. From a visual standpoint, like they are still within the realm of like a haunted house, which is a fairly normal thing in society, and gore, which people know how to do. I don't have a lot to add from an audio standpoint. I try to not forget that during this category. I think that it sounded like it needed to sound for me to not have any qualms with it. So I have zero to add or detract. Therefore, I land on the score that I land on. Yeah, I give it an eight. And Mark, to answer your question of why not hire, it kind of goes along with what Jake said. They didn't show you that much. They didn't innovate in any way from the effects perspective. Like it's not, it's just, 
it, the lack thereof isn't always judicious. What they show you does look good, but I would like to see more of it. And it's just not, they're not doing anything groundbreaking or anything super fantastic, but it looks really fucking good and sounds there's, pretty good. And it's an eight. There's some substantially weird editing that goes on, like a specifically around Evan's death that I talked about earlier. Okay. Yeah. Also, yeah. The one note that I had written down that I didn't bring up was the Dragula cover by Lissy over the closing credits is a very strange choice. I, I mean, I get that. why you'd use Dragula. Yeah, you get to use Dragula, but why? Why Lissy? They, from what I can tell, contacted Lissy specifically to do a Dragula cover. Why? I love Lissy. Lissy's fantastic. Why? Everyone do you, should yeah, go wait, listen to Lissy. Wait, wait, why? Why do you think that? Yeah, because the song by Lissy is Dragula, parenthetically from the movie Haunt. Huh? Is the name of the track? I mean, maybe they like. Rob Zombie, not Power Man 5000, was too expensive. There's a moment of weakness in my in my. I mean, for sure, Rob Zombie was too expensive. Yeah, so they did that. Really? Rob Zombie? Yes. More expensive than Lissy? Yeah, 100%. Almost a guarantee. Same order of magnitude. Okay, wait, you're saying licensing a track from Rob Zombie is more expensive than getting a comparable probably in total listeners uh artist to record a de novo cover of another of another artist's song that i think you also still require licensing i can't imagine this wasn't a financial decision all right cool and i also none of us none of us know anything about any of this stuff so i mean we're all just bullshitting i'm not i don't i i'm i'm your your citation to the parenthetical of the song title does not convince me she recorded it for this movie. If she didn't, then and yeah, it makes a lot more sense. But the, the I name also is disagree that, that she is from comparable level of with Rob Zombie. Well, I'm gonna quickly Google that in the background. Don't Especially because it like you you can you can charge what you want to charge. Like this is a horror movie, and Rob Zombie operates in this area. He could hike it up. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. You get you get more, whatever. We're we're pontificating. Oh yeah, it's off by an order of magnitude. Okay, she has one. She has ten percent of his monthly listeners. I love that he went to Spotify monthly (laughs) listeners. Well, it's the easiest metric to go to. See, Mark, you're one of those indie hipsters. Where would you go? No, I I hey, I am not foreign to the concept of looking at monthly Spotify listeners. I understand where you. His metric proved me right, so I say we go with it and move on to overall. Lo- Jake, I did love, you give it? Yeah, you did. I, I love did. moving okay. on, Overall, dude. Mark. Overall love. or judicious lack thereof? Uh, six and a half, and I think this is getting a full point tilted upward because we watched it in October. If you watch this in July, this movie is not as good. 100% agree. <laughs> 100%. I'm jumping in. You don't need to say anything else. I gave it a seven, and I have the exact same addendum to that. Okay, cool. So, yes. I gave it a six, and I fully agree. Nothing to add. I do have something to add that I wanted to throw in it, which do. is just that Fucking this of course you do. movie uses the main character Harper's inability to read words backwards as a way to elevate tension where she has to get out a mirror and turn around and look at things in a mirror behind it's her. It's a haunted house. <laughs> I love it. You can't read words backwards. I fucking can't. 
What? I'll tell you what, Mark. In the, if anything had been written in the mirror hallway I was in at the haunted house, I wouldn't have been oh, able I to guess read I it. I was moving jittery and fast and scary. <laughs> you absolutely, could read it backwards. You would be able to read it backwards in a second. I was and not doing, have I was to doing whip it like out tr- your pocket mirror that you still have for some reason and turn around and look at it. I was that's oh, clever. It's so stupid. I was doing that like trying to recite the alphabet backwards, which is preposterous. That's a different thing. I know. Okay. Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T, buddy. Dude, I, I hate it, especially when it was the fucking protocol for a concussion. It's like, I just got hit really hard, and you're asking me to do this thing I can't do, and I'm not in that state. Assholes. Yeah, it turns out it was never a good metric for if you're drunk or have a concussion. No, it was a bad metric for everything. People are fucking stupid. So, guys, I have a question. What? To whom the hell this would be recommended to from us? People who want to watch a movie that is very Octobery during the month of October. Yeah, 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 exactly basically. right. That's <laughs> yeah. it. That's it. He nailed it. Do you want a slasher movie with masks? Do this one. Love them. But I disagree with Jake in terms of I'd recommend it for a group setting. I am open to it. Not during December. I know, but you still not you during don't December. Think you, would, you wouldn't recommend it to a group setting. I didn't say that specifically. I think you did. Maybe I did. It was in your eyebrows. It was in your body language, which is why I I would more it. recommend it to clarify regarding what I said or didn't say i would more recommend it as an individual watch than a group watch i love but i'll bleep I'm, it all out for I'm, you thank you i'm open to watching it as a group if it's during the month of october i love this concept of like someone just innocuous it's a co-worker coming up to jake and being like hey you watch a lot of horror movies uh what would be like a good horror movie to watch in october and he's like okay sit down sit down are you watching how many people are you watching this with are they horror people do they like fish have you ever been to a nightclub? What are your thoughts on violence? Do you like ghosts? Would you not do this? <laughs> I mean, sort of. You would do this. I would, I've done this. Exactly. I've done, done this exact thing. Exact, which is why I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I just wanted a movie recommendation. And you're walking me through a flow chart that's like 90 items long. <laughs> why does my like of seafood matter? <laughs> I was just walking by your desk. Jack, why are you playing music? I'm not. Bl- this is a car outside my window trying to turn left on the highway. <laughs> oh it's ridiculous. It's so dude. loud. It's so. This loud. This is my office right Listener, here. You probably can't actually hear what's going on. But there's uh, Mark, you're on the same mic as the listener is. Jack, they so oh. probably can. Oh, Jack. Cool. If Jack, you can cool. hear it, it's 5 p.m. somewhere, buddy. I gotta tell you what, Mark. If you think it's loud for you through this nice mic, <laughs> it is obscenely loud here it's wild <laughs> i heard it i was like <laughs> i thought i thought you had started playing music on your phone Me as too. a means to shut us up Me too. yeah that means no. we should leave no that was fully someone trying to turn left yeah let's get the fuck out of <laughs> do here do we have movies left yes <laughs> yes this is like a the ton movie we watched. oh thank god fun. okay i don't know this has been episode 234 of the A to Z Horrorcast. If you're still here hanging out with us and you like what we got going on, as Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, you might want to consider becoming a Patreon member. You get cool perks and you have the luxury of knowing that that money is going to somewhere that actually needs it. Feeding America, it has been for over a year now and it's going to continue to be so for the foreseeable future and not our dumbasses. All of our links, though, if you are interested in more of what we got going on, are down there in the links in the description below. As always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. Their link's down there, too. You should check out what they got going on. Next week, we're continuing with the current crop of horror movies. We're out of October. We're firmly in November. Let's get into some stuff that doesn't only need to be watched in October. We're going with the Jack pick, I believe, right? Nope, this is a patron pick. This is a patron pick. Patron from friend of the show, Ty. 
Ty, I'm so sorry. I don't even know anymore. Jack's just talked about this shit so much. We're going to watch The Empty Man. <laughs> the Empty Man. And Empty Man, I yes. am super excited for this because I haven't seen it. So I think I'm the only one, right? Jack's obviously. I've seen it. it. Okay, I'm yeah. the only one. Yeah, cool. Cool. I, we got a first-time watcher right here pointing Woo! at myself. That's going to happen roughly one week from today. I don't know. We're getting back on schedule slowly, slowly. So uh, until then, it. whenever it comes out, get some beers and buddies and go watch horror movies and have a great Halloween, which is today, I assure you. Unless definitely not, definitely not today. Unless ago. you're listening it's to this in the future, which is on today. you. On you. Bye. N- We're not in Kentucky. It was. We're not in Kentucky. It was filmed in Kentucky. We're not in a, we're not in a, we're not in Kentucky. It was filmed in Kentucky.